Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate, complete adventure, so you can listen to them in any order. We are joined by Olive. Hey, everybody. Olive's a bipedal crocodile. She's a level 9 monk, way of the open hand, and her new ability is that she can run across surfaces. So, uh, world, watch out. <laughs> Tanager. <laughs> Tanager, good fellow. Level 3 bard, level 3 cleric, and level 3 fighter. Well-rounded individual who today is wearing a breastplate for the first time. And Aaron. Hey, y'all. I'm Aaron, Prince of the Tritons. Blue hair, blue skin, gold chains across the chest, and a few silky robes. I don't know. I like to play it free. I am a, a bard, if you couldn't tell. You are all in the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild Hall. What are you doing? Olive is running up the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's just watching Tanager, so waiting to see what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, Tanager descends the stairs from his room, dressed for the first time probably anyone has ever seen him in armor. A burnished bronze, like, colored breastplate with a high... Uh, Gorget, and uh, he's carrying a very large two-handed maul with him. Prepared for battle, I see. So as you guys are running up walls and watching each other and preparing for some epic battle and adventure, a bit of bright purple flame explodes in the center of the guild hall. It, there is no heat, like you're not injured, but where that flame was is a piece of very fancy paper. What an entrance. <laughs> Aaron's definitely going to snatch it up. Olive topples off of the ceiling in surprise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that paper, it says, Sir William formally announces the biggest gala of the year. Bring your best and one lucky person is leaving a prince or princess. His son is debuting for a suitable match. Aaron is so excited by this. <laughs> Tanninger looks at Aaron and goes, so would that make you like a double prince? I think so. Or is it like checkers where you become a king? <laughs> well, maybe eventually. But for now, I, I'm definitely feeling double prince. All right. Well, I mean, I figure there's a gala and I just bought this armor. <laughs> 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 I know you're really letting us down. Olive dusts herself up off the floor and is like, uh, um, ow, um, what was that? I missed it. There's a party, Olive. <laughs> and we're competing for love. Oh, um, that did not work out so well the last time I did that. <laughs> it seems to. I got dumped. Oh, yeah, but there was a good bit before. There was a good bit before that. He's a really nice person. I made pasta for us, and I was eating the spaghetti. She, like, opens her alligator mouth to tell you this with its 82 teeth. And I don't think I did it right. <laughs> he didn't want to see me again after that. Yeah, I, I, think his, I think his head is supposed to stay out of your mouth when you do that. <laughs> yeah, if I remember the correct, the man was a cow fellow, so I'm sure there was some sort of natural animalistic response to seeing a crocodile open its jaws across from you. <laughs> Something deep in his core was like, run! 
I need to get out of this room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this sounds so dirty. Uh, well, I mean, why don't you just get him back and focus on sandwiches instead of Slurpee foods? <laughs> That's a good idea. Can I have a perception check, please? Oof, that is a natural one for Tanager. <laughs> Ten for Olive. Nine. Actually, Olive, I'm going to need you to also do a history check for me. Another ten. Okay. Olive, you recall on an adventure, trial and error, I think is the one that it's called. You actually have seen paper like this before. When you were given the missive from Indemnus, which is a, um, what is she? She is a, a drow and she works for... Bob, the warlock having, uh, you know, mid-life life crisis. So you, this paper is very familiar to you. Hey, guys. Yo, what's up? Do you remember that time I told you I burned down a house? Yes, we've all committed arson <laughs> from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that time. The way that I got to that mysterious magical island was there is a paper a lot like this. I think... I think it teleports you, right? No. Am I remembering that right? That paper did teleport you. Arcane check? Oh, for Olive? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. An 18 on the dice. So a natural 18. Nice. This paper looks different. However, with your knowledge of Bob and his shenanigans, you could guess that there is something on this paper that you cannot see right now. Aaron, aren't you, like, magical, some kind of, like, singing magic, right? You know, a little bit. What do you think of this? Because I think, I think there's something here that I don't understand. I'm just a monk. I punch things. You need me to punch something? I'm your girl. But, like, magic paper? I don't know. Why don't you take a look? I mean, I can. My magic really works a lot more on people than on items but i could i do have animate objects so i could maybe get this object no i can't that's not how that spell works be very fun though hmm. <laughs> yeah i can only make it hit things with that spell i can't make it talk uh i mean i could do an arcana check on it go ahead and roll one if you want to do one uh not as good as hers 12 plus whatever i got bonus uh ch -ch -ch. yeah i got a 13 mm. yep yeah, that's not how my magic works. Sorry. You do notice that there is, it does seem shiny, whatever is on this. Ooh, does it have a smell? Yes. Did someone perfume it? No, it smells like citrus. Oh, hmm, masculine scent. Okay. Does Tanager want to do an arcana check? Oh, no, he's super bad at that. Uh, <laughs> he could give a bardic inspiration to Aaron. Okay, cool. Just see if we can get a 15 out of that, you know? Yeah, because that adds a D8. Uh, I'm not that good of a bard. It's only a D6 still. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, that's a 4. So what did I have before? A 12? Uh, 13, I think, was now the final number. 13. Okay, so now now it's uh, 17. Can I give myself a bardic inspiration, too? <laughs> the 17 will do it. Okay. You are aware that there is a type of magic ink 
that will reveal itself and it's made from lemons that will reveal itself if you put it over heat uh. <laughs> science oh Aaron Aaron tells this to his compatriots and then he holds the paper in his hand and then uh, takes a, a slow deep breath onto it okay as you see popping up behind the words seems to be a map of Nicomoy. And there are a couple places that are marked off. One of them is the Foxface Inn. Another is the Museum of Natural History. Third is the Nicomoy Community College Library. Fourth <laughs> is the Purple Boot Theater, which you all are aware is a new theater in town, theater company in town. Oh, wait, there's only four. Okay, Foxfire Inn, Fox Museum Face. of Natural History. Foxface. It's writing quickly. Foxface Inn, Museum of Natural History, Nicomoy Community College Library, and Purple Boot Theater. Yep. Okay. Is it just me, guys? Or is this where we're supposed to go for our wardrobe changes? Is this like a shopping montage? Because <laughs> I could do a shopping montage. Um, guys, I'm out of money after I bought this armor. <laughs> I can spot you. That's okay. I have a little bit. We can, yeah, we can, we can take care of you here. Oh, thank you so much. I've always relied on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> yeah? This stranger will give you some kindness. Well, let's get me out of this armor and into my toga. Tanager darts upstairs <laughs> awkwardly at his breastplate. He's never worn armor before. So, do you do anything before attempting to check out one of these locations? Hmm... Is there anything on the job board that stands out? Nope. Job board is empty. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else around with us in this room right now? Mm, no, it's a pretty empty day for the fire-breathing kittens. Everybody is either out adventuring or recovering from said adventures. Gotcha. You do, however... Are you still holding the paper, Aaron? Yes. You do, however, notice that the more it kind of heats up and starts setting... The different dots have different colors. Oh, what colors? One of them is turquoise. The... Which one? There's one that's like where you're standing in the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild. That is turquoise. There's one that is... Oh. The Purple Boot Theater is Peridot. One is black, and that is the Fox Face Inn. And then the library one is like a green i believe um and the history museum one is um an amber color interesting <sighs> so tanager's gonna come down after like a you know 10 15 minute wardrobe change um in that time i know i wasn't in the room but like still so like aaron did you happen to notice those dots move at all like some sort of marauder's paper? No, they did not move. Mm, interesting. They just got color. And it looks like we are turquoise. Peridot is like a light green, right? I think yeah. so, yes. Well, I, I wonder I wonder if what we're supposed to do is, like, we're turquoise. There's like a light bluish-greenish. And it goes, then light green, full green, amber, black. Like, maybe that's the order that we're supposed to go to these places? Like, approaching from light to dark? That, it's better than no theory. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with it. 
Okay, so I think Peridot would be first, maybe, with the purple boot theater. I'm irritated that it's not purple. (laughs) Yes. It's just... (laughs) I'm irritated that Amber is not, like, forest green, but I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. Let's keep an eye out for any of these gems or minerals or whatever. Plus, I'm not going to lie, the theater just sounds like fun. (laughs) Yeah, I could do for a show. Yeah, like we show up there, there's nothing there. We just watch a show. There's been worse things. Yeah. Okay, are you guys headed to the theater? Yes, and I take the map with me. Perfect. So the theater is about mm, four or five blocks away from the guild. Um, And you guys know that it popped up and it proclaims that it is an experimental theater taking over old buildings to bring them new life. Um, which, as most theater people know, generally means they're sketchy AF. And it's a young (laughs) traveling acting group that claims to be half burlesque, half ballet, half acrobatics. So think for our listeners, kind of like Aquarius and Cirque du Soleil, but like the after hours version. So Tandra looks at his party members and goes, is this going to be one of those shows where they're like in the audience and they touch you and stuff? I don't like that. You don't want to get touched, Tanager? No, no, not when I'm trying to watch a show. By the flexible bendy people? Again, I have places <laughs> I go for flexible bendy people. It is not the theater. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Maybe later. Uh, I rolled on the dice to see how Olive feels about this. And she's keeping quiet because she might be into that. <laughs> she's uh, like oh, well you know we just gotta go there and find out <laughs> i'm ready secret theater nerd olive <laughs> <laughs> i guess so <laughs> so their next show is proclaimed to start when the sun sets and it's the, about the middle of the day however the front doors are wide open so you can walk in if you would like yeah Could I make some sort of check to judge the distances between the other three marked locations? Like, could we knock these out as well and then still make the show later, or are things too far apart? The gala is an evening event. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's always good to be fashionably late, so... So potentially. Mm. It's up to you and your party. Alright, well, either way, let's go check out the theater. Maybe get our tickets just in case i don't know yeah okay so as you guys walk in it's kind of half in construction the building's kind of falling apart a little bit um there isn't anybody in the front but you do hear uh what sounds like banging coming from the stage area so as you guys continue down into what is now a makeshift theater room um i don't know if you guys know what black boxes are but essentially in theaters they're rooms that they paint all black so that way experimental theater can happen um so they've painted this whole building black and there's a mix of like crates and actual chairs and just boxes and floor space for people to sit and there is a setup for acrobatics so like um silks and nets and jumps and whatnot give me a perception check there we go some life out of tanninger oh non-natural 20 nice uh, 21. Also 21. Nice. You guys are very perceptive. <laughs> we're all interested. <laughs> like, we're like, ooh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner's is just making sure no one's going to pop out in a lion costume and touch him. So he's just <laughs> darting his eyes around. 
Boo. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so you guys all notice that up in the top in these sketchy fly rails, there is a halfling bouncing around and swinging on a rope and banging her hammer against some loose nails. Olive runs up the wall. <laughs> uh, Olive has a speed of 45 feet, which means that that can be vertical. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I run up to her and then I, I guess is there, you said there's like rail, rail? ceiling beams or yeah so there's like catwalks set up not very safe but they're set up sweet okay as long as i don't stop my movement vertically this will work so i'm gonna move up the wall and land gracefully on the catwalk and uh this is part of unarmored movement at level nine for a monk so i don't have to roll or anything and then i land there and i say ta-da hello She looks up surprised and drops her hammer, but it doesn't fall to the ground because they may not follow all safety rules, but they do tie their tools to them. Um, (laughs) Trying to balance out the OSHA training that I got recently. Um, (laughs) It's burned into my brain. And she says, hi, uh, there's no show going on anytime soon. Can I can I help you? I'm Olive with the fire breathing kittens. That's my friend Erin and Tanager. Hi. We're, I'm waving. This is going to convey well to the podcast. <laughs> you guys going to wave? Yeah. Does, does Tanager wave back? Yeah, Tanager waves back. <laughs> As he's distracted, Aaron pinches him. Tanager, because he is a satyr, has mirthful leap, so jumps no less than five feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have a lion costume, but I'm I sneaky. It. I do it. Where are they? <laughs> Um, the halfling laughs at Tanager jumping in the air and says, oh, are you guys auditioning? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we could be. <laughs> I feel like the group just shoots a quick glance to each other. And then like, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, well, I, my name is Punnett. I am in charge of safety, she says with like air quotes, and making sure nobody dies. But if you want to audition, you could always, um, we're doing an open call here right before the show starts, and we have some open space that we could sign you up for. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Olive, can you do a, um, I guess another perception check? Eight. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> hmm. um, shall we, she gestures to Olive and says, shall we go down and then leaps off the side? And she's held by rope, so she just kind of swings down to the stage. But she's assuming you got up there so you can get down. I'm now wondering what it looks like as a person runs down a wall, but theoretically I should be able to do it. <laughs> so, Oh, no, it's just that video game side hold thing where you're like clutching onto it and slowly going down. That's what I always picture. There are also a lot of poles, so you could just fire pull it down. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to attempt the video game slow like slide down the wall thing and if that doesn't work i can leap maybe like onto the pole and through some combination of scurrying (laughs) make my way down okay either athletics or acrobatics i will let you choose there oh great this is the jump to the pole as i i doubt my new ability okay all right 19 acrobatics nice you look 
super dope. You get to the pole, <laughs> you slide down, you hit your landing, and you soften the fall. Like you hit and bend your joints yeah. so you don't screw up your joints. <laughs> I raise my both arms above my head like an Olympics gymnast, and I go nine point eight. Tanager politely applauds. <laughs> Yay. Honey, you a 10. Uh, Punnett looks at you, Aaron, and says, so he jumps, she ninjas. What do you do? I can sing pretty. Oh, you can, can you? Yes. Is that it? Um, I don't know. I'm a pretty good dancer. I, I mean, I can do most things. Okay, because uh, we're not exactly a voice-based performance. Ah, uh, I, you know, I'm pretty dexterous. I'm sure I could do some acrobatics. Okay. He attempts a somersault. Okay. <laughs> Roll the 12 plus... Plus 10, so 22. Nice. This is the coolest somersault ever. Do you have anything special you would like to do in it? Uh, I'm going to land in a split. <gasps> Ooh. Ow. Aaron's good at that. Yeah, I, I wince just looking at that. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, Tanninger is like, oh god, I really hope I don't have to heal again. <laughs> Punnett applauds, um, and she says, well, I have some paperwork up front that I'm going to need you guys to fill out, you know, just in case someone accidentally gets decapitated. Not that that's ever happened before. But, yeah, I'll risk it. <laughs> I, um... Tanninger would like to know how close it's gotten to decapitation, though. Like, it's never happened, but, like, per uh, week, how many near decapitations are there? I mean, you know, like, how sometimes people have ghosts following them in theaters? We may or may not have a couple. Um, anyways, and she walks you guys up front and has a bunch of paperwork in her hands. Um, as she passes Tanninger and Aaron, I would like you guys to do a perception check. Okay. 17, because I have a minus one. Uh, 14 for Tanninger, and his passive perception is also 14. Okay. Um, Aaron, you notice something light green sparkling in her belt. Can I try to snatch it? Yes, you can. She is very (laughs) distracted with paperwork. Was that sleight of hand? Yes. Against her perception, I think. Oh, well, you're going to have to really screw up in order to not get this. <laughs> well, I got a 10, and then my sleight of hand is plus 10, so I, I I got a 20. Yeah, she had got a 3, so you are good. You snatch it off, and you notice, um, while she's busy handing paperwork out and filing through a bunch of stuff, because, of course, it's kind of a mess, you notice that this is a gemstone, and it's peridot, but it's green, and it... On the back of it, it has a seal that was on the letter that you received. Oh, I'm going to pocket that. Okay, she hands you all the paperwork to sign. Do you sign it? Yes. Uh, yes. But Tanager's quickly trying to think of a stage name. <laughs> Let's go with... He's just going to sign it, Mirthful Leap. <laughs> nice. Do you sign it, Olive? I mean, the decapitation thing was a little off-putting. Uh, I look at my friends, and if... I mean, Aaron, you signed it? Yeah. And Tanager, you signed it? 
Well, you have to remember our main occupation is adventurers, so if they have a ghost, like, it's either we do it now or do it a week later on the job board. Oh, that's true. All <laughs> right. Olive signs it. Olive Mudo. Her full name. Wonderful. Punnett actually looks at the paperwork and she says, actually, um, we were going to run two shows tonight. Uh, one here and then one at this party some guy's paying us to be at. Um, we have openings in both because we are kind of, you know, split. If you'd like to go to one or the other, we have no preference. You're just going to have to provide your own costume, though, because uh, we don't have our costumer um, left us for better prospects. Where is the other party? At the Pepperton Estate. Uh, Tanager would like to insight check the left for better prospects because he has a sneaking suspicion she means decapitated. <laughs> 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 and that will be over 20. Let's see how hard I hit. 21. Yes. Um, you do notice they have seemingly an abundance of posters for a ghost show. <laughs> um, and something called the Plane of Souls. And you could rightfully assume the better prospects were perhaps becoming a ghost. Oh man, this is gonna not this what is I thought. Really, be just such a hassle. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Tanager keeps this quiet and then kind of like shoots his eyes to the door to like be like, "All right, I think we're pretty much good here." Like, um, we if we have time, we'll be back for the first show to get a little practice in. Definitely sign us up for that second show at the party. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and she, she's like digging around and she comes out with a bag of coins and she says, um, since you did sign up at such late notice, uh, we did already pay everybody, but I do have about uh, 20 gold coins left if you're interested. Okay. Okay. She hands them to Aaron. Aaron, you can disperse them as you want if you would like. I'm going to hand them all to Tanager. Oh, thank yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so poor. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this massive house. Yeah, you are, boy. Like, I thought Curry was going to stay with me and like take care of it. And you, after we do tonight, can someone explain to me how a mop works? <laughs> yeah, Tanny, don't worry. I'll come over. I'll take. I'll take good care of you. Oh, thank you so much. Tanager puts a pod. No, he has regular human hands. He's a satyr, <laughs> like a, a gentle hand on your shoulder. I'm just gonna leave it there. That's fine. <laughs> uh, nice. Do you guys stay any longer in the theater? Just a, a moment, you know, staring into Tanager's eyes as his hand rests on my shoulder, <laughs> and that just moment of meeting gazes and holding it a little uncomfortably, and then I'll turn and walk out. Uh, I don't think anybody here is uncomfortable. Maybe pun it. <laughs> <laughs> And then again, just to restate, Tanager does have goat eyes, not human eyes. <laughs> so, oh, maybe Aaron. <laughs> just we pupils. I'm okay with that. Uh, but yeah. Um, cool. Tanager has a sneaking suspicion that this is not polite talk, but he has business to do first. He has business to do. Yeah, number one, take care of Curry. Two, really stunt at this party. Three, I guess become a professional acrobat. But uh, either way, we got places to go, people to see. Oh, suit yourself. Um, all right, well, onward. Uh, shall we check out some of these other places? 
Absolutely. And like the moment we're outside, I'm like, yo, dudes, what was up with that place? Oh, the costumer's definitely dead. Like, I'm a hundred. I didn't want to say that in front of her because, like, clearly she's either being sneaky or it's a tense, sensitive topic. But, uh, yeah, that guy I kn- got murked. <laughs> I knew something was wrong the moment you didn't recommend Enzo Aerostroop, your tailor. Oh, no. I Enzo is such a delicate fit. He had a terrible fright a few weeks ago before that <laughs> color day. Um, yeah. And, you know, I definitely would not subjugate him to a. At the very least, an Art Nouveau show. Like, he deserves better than that. Aww. <laughs> you take good care of your people. That's good. Unlike, unlike Punnett. Uh, when you say you take good care of your people, Tanager just gets a thousand yard stare. <laughs> Curry was not your fault. I reach out a hand and I pat your shoulder and I hold your shoulder firmly and I say, Curry was not your fault. Repeat after me. Curry... Curry was not was not my fault. Uh, he breaks down. Oh, <laughs> I just I, both arms pull you into hug, and as I pat your back, as I hug you, I say we're gonna get her back. Yeah, wh- whatever. We we gotta go to that. Can we go to the inn next? <laughs> I really, yeah. I, I'm in a mood for a drink, not a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, you guys head to Foxface Inn. Foxface Inn is a high-class hotel on the cliffside overlooking the ocean near Port City, Nicomoy. During the social hour each night, which is posted on the wall, the Foxface Inn gives a free glass of wine to each guest at the bar to encourage networking. I'm noticing a theme here, friends. Hmm. Each one of these locations so far seem to have an event at a certain hour. Could these events be some sort of trial? To vet the worth of the potential suitors f- for this mysterious nobility who will be at the party at the apex of the evening? Possibly. Mm-hmm. I think we'll need a third point of data. But either way, we should si- come back around for this singles night or whatever and really just ham <laughs> it up. <laughs> I-, I feel like we're also supposed to collect a gem while we're here. Okay, I... Well, have you told us that you stole that gem? <laughs> oh, uh, sure. Aaron pulls it out and it tells you, hey, guys, look what I lifted back there. Oh, <laughs> dope. I kind of wonder if there's a gem. Like, I wonder if somebody here has an onyx that we're supposed to get. Like, maybe we assemble all of them when we have all four and it opens a portal. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, okay. I just really hope that the gems aren't meant to denote the person we're trying to impress. Because <laughs> <laughs> then we'll, like, steal them all and then upset all the people that we're supposed to get on the good side of. Well, and then, oh, it'll be like the prince will be up on the st- on the pedestal, like the, the, you know, sitting on the throne. And they'll be like, okay, so committee, who do you recommend to be the next suitor for the prince and all the people we upset over the course of the <laughs> evening that we've stolen gems from will be like not these three well again we need more data this is just theories because if this if this gem in this uh in is just like on the wall it is just a treasure hunt essentially so yeah we i think we should go inside and get a little hammered all right <laughs> yeah we we get our free wine and maybe do some investigating yeah, let's see. 
Ooh, okay, so if other people also got the same invitation, there'll probably be other people looking like we are for, like, what exactly is going on. So let's try to, especially if we can clock those people, we can find out our competition for this noble person's heart. Did it say if it was a prince or a princess? It did say prince. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, we will figure out who the competition is for this prince. I mean, I... Okay. Not Olive. She can't even keep a minotaur, so... <laughs> oh, Oh. Honey, I can teach you how oh. to keep a minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of slaps Aaron and goes, see, now you've got me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a minotaur eat a salad? It takes an hour. We all have our flaws. We need to figure out the reason behind. Nobody breaks up just because you eat spaghetti weird. Otherwise, he's not worth it. And frankly, I'll beat him up. <laughs> Aww. Anyway, we do can, you guys walk in? Yeah, we can do this over yeah, drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is what we're saying as we like, because, you know, the first part of networking is when you stand there with your alcohol and you look around and with two people on either side of us, we're already at an advantage because we're we've already made that group. And now if someone walks up to us, to us, they have to like join our group, you know, mm-hmm. simply by not being alone at the networking night. We've got the upper hand. Oh, yes. man. Um, I'm going to hit you with everybody do a perception check real quick. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, nine. That is a 22. Tanninger is in his element at an alcohol establishment. <laughs> <laughs> 26 from a natural 20. Oh, just stunting right ooh. on me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I... Uh. <laughs> um, so all of a Tanninger... You both notice two things. One, the bar seems rather busy for this time of night. Two, there is someone dressed in white. I'm trying to think of how I want to describe this. Not quite a toga, but white like drape cloaked. Very much so looking kind of like a princess hiding their face. So very Jasmine in the market from Disney, like hiding, trying to hide, but not doing a very good job. Um, yeah. Tanninger really wanted to save more spells for the actual party later, but he can't risk or can't resist doing a, uh, just want to double check. I have it slotted. Come on now. Oh, it's being difficult. Uh, detect thoughts. I'm sure I have it. I've never used that one. You're going to have to read that spell to me. Oh, so I can, like, I can focus on someone and read their surface thoughts, like what they're immediately thinking about. Um, and then I have the option of spending an action to incur a, a wisdom saving throw. Um, and then I can, like, read their thoughts. But if they succeed on it, uh, never mind. I do not have detect thoughts. Scratch that. <laughs> do you do anything other than stand there? Uh, uh, as we noticed this, this girl sitting here looking, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's like, it's like deer hunting. Like, we, 
she's going to be so clearly she's in the wrong place right now. So she's going to be very reactionary. I don't want to spook her off or get her to clam up. I think Olive, maybe you go talk to her. All right. Seeing as, you know, you're a fun crocodile and (laughs) we're both just like brutally attractive males. So like, I don't, you know, like it's going to come off some kind of way if we come talking to her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. You're sending the person with a charisma of negative one to go chat. Okay. I walk up to the veil covered secretive princess Jasmine like person. I've got a wine in one hand and with the other hand. I'm um, holding a plate of cheese, question mark? Is, I don't know. Is there food, snacks? I'm... You could have cheese. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> the old can you pet the dog in the video game question is, can you eat cheese at the party? And that's how you know it's a good one. <laughs> so uh, I say, hello, I'm Olive. What's your name? Uh, she jumps backwards and says, uh, hi, uh, b- uh, uh, Ari. Badabari. What a good name. Tanager leans over to Aaron and goes, see, told you she'd jump. You would know. <laughs> and I am not very good at doing soft-spoken voices, but she is very soft-spoken. Um, and she's like, hi, can I help you? I'm new to networking. Um, I guess we're supposed to, like, introduce ourselves and say what we do for a living. I don't know. Have you networked before? Uh no. Oh, good. We're new at this together. I'm so glad. <laughs> oh, I didn't know this was a networking event. Um, I'm act. I'm and she like kind of clams up. Like, oh, I wasn't supposed to say anything. Olive, who's your friend? Bring him over. <laughs> oh, this is Badaba Ari. <laughs> hey, Badaba Ari. This is Tanager and Aaron. Come on over here, guys. Uh, uh, uh you can just call me Ari. Um, hi. Hi, Ariam. Uh, Tanninger would like to like fully just like smoothed. I was watching, I don't mean to date the episode, but the new season of Lucifer came out today. <gasps> and so I was watching it all afternoon. Just a real direct eye contact, like, hello. But could I attempt to make a persuasion check just to like calm her down a little bit like we are friends yes you can do any of you have your um fbk tattoos up like yeah. visible right now yeah oh um uh, as i yeah. hold the wine glass it's on my left hand's what's that called palm the outside part i don't know what that's called but yeah i know what you're talking about okay uh so roll with advantage then tanager oh it's a uh ho 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 with advantage that's going to be a 25. <laughs> okay. Um so she sees your tattoos um and she looks at you and she says, "Are are you guys here for the the party as well, the thing, the getting the and she's trying to be like sneaky about it to make sure nobody can hear her and she's like the the opal. Um at least that's what he said it was going to be." Oh, who said what now? Um I, I can't I'm not even supposed to be here um, but there's uh, a, a party I'm trying to get to um, well come on let's get to know each other where are you supposed to be we can talk of parties and gems later when I say gems I kind of like give a glance to Aaron like hey be ready to flash that thing when the time comes um, I'm 
I'm I'm a maid at the Pepperton estate, but they're having this party, and I I, I uh, my my friend and his dad's kind of crazy and he's getting married to Hoff and so I'm trying to find the gems so I can get to the party so I mean I'm, I'm not very good at anything I'm just a maid and I, I just don't want him to get married off because it's not fair I have a very important question for you could you explain to me how a mop works yeah <laughs> <laughs> This like shocks her out of her like panic and she just looks at you and she's like, um, I, I suppose to when I get to the Pepperton estate, um, it's not very hard. Like she is confused how you do not know how a mop works. Tanninger feigns like absolute amazement, but he is a little bit amazed because he doesn't know you're supposed to wring it out. So he just keeps making the floor more and more dirty and wet. But then he says like, oh, I see, you know something I don't know. So you are good at something. Don't say you're not good at anything, my dear lass. Oh, that was so sweet. Um, she sm- kind of smiles at you and she says, yeah, but um, the-, the challenges of finding these gems, even with what I know. <laughs> well, good thing we are good at something as well. And I give the glance to Aaron to like dramatically flash that we already have a gem. <laughs> I pull it out and put it in front of me. Keeping grasp on it. Oh, you... Oh, okay. Um, So, you found that one. Um, You only need two of them to get to the party. Um, The master is very uh, into portaling, you could say. Um, It, you know, keeps people who aren't supposed to be there out. Um, Though I don't know why. Well, well, you said it's an opals and it's supposed to be at this location, correct? Uh, yeah, it's um, supposed to be a black opal. I don't know why he chose black opal, but I haven't been able to find it. Um, there's a lot of people at the bar and I can't really, um, and she's a shorter, um, now that you're closer to her, you can tell that she's a shorter wood elf. Um, and she's very, she does not look intimidating at all. (laughs) Um, so you could imagine she had a hard time trying to push up to the bar. Hmm. Oof. <laughs> the struggling to get a bartender's attention like <laughs> deeply struck me as a player. Been there. Yep. <laughs> You're right. Oof. Um uh Aaron, you are the day's pilfer. Do you have any ideas? I'm wondering if it might help. I mean, I imagine it's somebody who's in charge here, so I'm going to guess that the barkeep has it. I'm wondering if it might be easier if we make the room a little friendlier. Mm. Also, drawing attention to one point might uh, distract people enough to... What what are you thinking, my dear boy? Well, my friend here reminds me of a song I just heard here recently. I wonder if I could get her to sing it with me. She is mortified. She is shaking her head. She is panicking. Ariam, come on! This is this is your chance to prove your worth, to 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 earn your place at the party. I need you to help me distract people. Um, we're not supposed to be seen, but uh, okay. She is desperate. She is like panicking uh, still, but she's like, I guess if you guys will be my friends. <laughs> okay, Aaron. I'm I'm so sorry. I know this is your duty, my lass, but um, I need more attention. I will be singing with you. 
and like Tanager is fully just like, oh man, I really wanted to see if this girl could sing, but she has a panic attack. <laughs> and then Olive will guide Ari to the bar because she is a bipedal crocodile and she will get this girl a drink. So me and Ari <laughs> up to the bar, Aaron and Tanager distraction singing. Okay, let's cut scene Aaron Tanager. What distraction are we doing? Uh, did you see the new Aladdin movie? I have. That was a tanager, because he has to sing the song. Uh, oh, I, I have not, but please. <sighs> Alright, fine. Have you seen the old Aladdin movie? Because you could do a whole new world. That's true. We could. I can oh, show that works too. you the something. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, wait, I could almost remember a whole new world. Uh-huh. God dang it. I really was hoping you were going to say friend like me. Can your friends do this? I'm probably easier to make the other one dirty. <laughs> I can show you my pants <laughs> and everything underneath them. I do not wear pants. <laughs> but I have a coat of deep fur. <laughs> Uh, and the people at the bar are distracted. Yeah, they are so very it, distracted. I think they are distracted. They are very distracted. The DM is dying. Can you two like circle each other and dance slightly as you sing to one another, reaching out your hands, almost touching your fingertips? Exactly. I have to stroke your fur a little bit when you sing about it. Oh no. Tanager rolled a 24 performance. Attention is firmly on you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as a merman and a satyr just create true romance <laughs> on the stage hey Aaron give me a performance roll oh you don't even want to know <laughs> level 9 bards <laughs> it's gonna be a lot it's literally two bards trying to distract a group of people oh no they're distracted <laughs> this is to see if you get paid nice <laughs> uh, 16 plus a lot what is my performance uh, 16 plus 13, 29. <laughs> the, I'm really good at this. Um, a lady dressed in like fine furs comes over and drops a giant bag of gold in front of you. Um, and I'm going to tell you now, but your characters are just going to have to count it after they're done performing. Uh, you can <laughs> guesstimate about 500 gold pieces are in there. She is very touched. Dang. Aww. Meanwhile, Olive and Ari are at the bar. Everyone else is turned their backs to the bar. And the bartender is probably looking at Tanager and Aaron with their jaw dropped. But I... Excuse me. I'm Physical gestures don't convey well to a podcast. But I'm raising one hand with one index finger and I'm like, point of order. <laughs> My friend Ari here has not been able to order all night. <laughs> oh, I, and I can't do an Australian accent. I'm not even going to try. Um, no, you I tried... should try, because the only way to improve is to try. Um, That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> hey, uh, mate, uh, sorry about that. Nope, that's British. Um, it's okay. Just keep going. You're doing great. Roll with it. Yeah. You're halfway there. Just lean in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, can I get you something? And this dude, as you walk up to him, looks very human very surfer dude like board shorts and a suit top and a mop of blonde hair olive thinks he looks like a snack (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, he do. <laughs> How does Ari look? Does she look intrigued? Or is she hiding behind Olive's shoulder? Um, she's kind of hiding, but you also notice that she's staring behind the bartender. Oh, I look there as well. What's your passive perception? Passive is 14. Ah, that's enough. Um, you notice in a plaque that is proudly displayed, it says Better Business Bureau, Business of the Month. And in the middle of it is a black opal. Hmm. How is the bartender reacting to our beautiful Ari here? Oh, he is flirting up a storm and trying to make her drinks and apologizing profusely. He's distracted. I want to, like... Oh, I don't have I don't have mage hand. If I, you want I, to stealth, I, the bar is not very big, and he will be at disadvantage. Can I reach it? Is it, like, close enough that I could reach across and snatch it? Like, if I hopped up on the bar when no one was looking? How long are your arms? Not that long, so I don't know how to get... Um, Or could I, like... Her mouth is pretty long. Are you going to try to bite it? <laughs> yes! Oh, now okay. that you have suggested it, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, just take a big snap of cheese, like, like throw it up in the air, and then lean out really far. Oh my gosh! Yes! Okay, I am going to throw a cube of cheese into the air. You guys have the best ideas. And then I'm going to, like, trip, oops, and, like, fall behind the bar. And this might not be stealth. <laughs> But uh, it could be sleight of hand. Okay, sleight of hand, because what I'm going to try to look like I'm doing is snap the cheese while, you know, tumbling behind the bar accidentally. But what I'm going to try to do is reach for that plaque. Okay, go for it. All right. Oh, sleight of hand. Okay, I've never done this before. Okay, that's a 16. You beat the bartender, so yes, <laughs> you do succeed. You do get... Um, and as you bite down, you realize that the there isn't any glass in front of the certificate, so you can just grab the gem and pull it off. Wow. Oh, such a cool visual. Just one little crocodile tooth prying a gem off and then, like, <laughs> holding it under their tongue as they, like, go back to the bar. I write myself, and I'm like... Oh, whoops. Uh, I think I, I, I that cube of cheese just rolled under there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but you two look like you're having a great time. Uh, I, yes. Um, of course. And the bartender just kind of blushes and goes, yeah, mate. Uh, I was telling her about my uh, new surfboard. And now I'm like from New Jersey. Hey, y'all. Welcome it's to okay. Accents 101. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> um, you're You're fine. You're fine. I think I'd like to, by emphasizing their relationship, distract and fluster them. So I'll say, Ari, what were you telling me about? Are you, what's your relationship status? Uh, panic. Um, she's like, uh -huh. uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, it's, and she's just like stumbling. Um, and she finally settles on complicated. Oh, I know why it's complicated. Because <laughs> of the prince with the crazy dad. Oh. Are you good at advice? I ask the bartender. Uh, I, sure, depending on, I mean, I don't. Do you want to know where to catch the best waves? <laughs> Are you good at romantic advice, my dude? Oh, yeah, I uh, actually have a Sheila back home, um... 
<laughs> so bad. I think you have to polish a glass while you talk to us about yes. this. Yeah. If you're not holding a rag and spitting into a mug right now. <laughs> um, and he's he kind of pops down behind the bar and like pulls up a mini surfboard. And it has a picture of a human girl on it. Uh, um, well, then you would be the best person to give advice. No. You know, someone who's in a happy relationship is great at relationship advice. So can you help Ari? I'm going to go check on my friends. Uh, sometimes they get me thrown out of places, you know. Okay, so I go back to He calls manager. out, uh, let them know we're not paying them. I feel like... Uh, I feel like... Tanninger has gone for the full footloose, like, lift over the head <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, from Aaron. Wait. Oh, yeah, because Aaron's small. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, Tanninger was definitely going to try to be on top because he only has an eight oh. strength. <laughs> I'm going to need some kind of acrobatics or athletics. Oh, I'll give you acrobatics. From both of you, if Aaron is agreeing to this. Am I agreeing? It's up to you. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. 18. Tan- okay, then it's just Tanager. Oh, thank goodness. I got a seven. <laughs> so I feel like it was just Tanager running across the stage a lot and then like jumping towards Aaron and Aaron just being like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> he, actually, I think Aaron catches you in confusion yeah. and yeah. like does one of those like dunk between the legs and like pops you back up because he has to do something with the motion or you're gonna take him out (laughs) that's cute um and then everyone applauds and i walk up to you as you're receiving your gold pouch and whatnot and i'm like hey guys and then like i smile and there's a black opal in my teeth and i'm like hey guys (laughs) i got a cavity it's real expensive (laughs) okay we should hope it out of here Yep, 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 yeah. yep, 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 All right, yep, on yep, yep. Come on, Ariam. <clears throat> also, like, as we're shuffling out of the bar, I'm, like, leaning to Aaron, like, we have to put this show on again. That was magic. That was electric, my dude. Whatever you yeah. say. Ari follows behind you. Um, and she's like, did you find it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wonderful. Um, So you guys have to. Um, could, could, I, It'll form a portal. And, and she, like, checks her watch. And she's like, kind of like right before sunset, um, you just got to kind of be in the same area and just make sure you're like all holding hands or like touching the stone. Um, can you guys help me find the other two or can I like come with you or? Por que no los dos? I was, yeah, I, I was absolutely going to suggest that we should get the other two to lower competition. Uh, and you are definitely coming with us. Uh, okay, um, that's a really good idea, actually, um, because then there would be less people. Um, okay. All right. Um, museum next? Sure. Sure. Should. Yeah, I'm in no (laughs) rush to go to a library. (laughs) As we make our way to the museum, which I'm sure is like a walking thing, I'm going to subtly fall behind Aaron and Tanager, who are flirtily touching one another's shoulders in like a I'm going to give them some private time sort of way and as I talk to Ari you know I start out with like small conversation like look at the sign on that store it says Mr. Butt's barbecue ah. <laughs> and then I say things like so what's this prince's name 
Um, well, his name is, I, I mean, I call him Gavi, um, but his, but his full name is uh, Gavriel. Um, and uh, his, uh, it's kind of complicated. He's kind of adopted. Um, so he's really Gavriel Jovar, but he sometimes goes by Pepperton, but that's why I call him Gavi. Um, he's very nice. He's very sweet. He's just, I don't even know if he actually wants to do this, but his dad's kind of cuckoo. Um, but you didn't, you didn't hear that from me because of course, you know, he could fire me. Um, and then I never get to see him again. This girl is in her feelings, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she just beat all three of us for the prince. <laughs> like I don't I don't even want to compete. Is he really going to marry whoever gets chosen for him tonight? I don't think he has a choice. Is he going to go through with it? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, Man, the lives of the rich and noble. Aren't you glad you're a commoner and you get to choose who you marry? Hey, and I elbow her because Olive is not aware. <laughs> oh, no, Olive. <laughs> um, sorry, man. You guys are going to have to take over because Olive is not aware. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, sucks to be that prince, dude. All right. And then I, I go back up to my friends and I'm like, you too, making out in public. <laughs> No, Tanager is just enjoying the, the, again, I hate to make another hunting reference, but like, you know, the little back and forth, the the main event is whatever, you know, it's about the game. I don't know, Tan, you seem to have all of this pent up anger, passion right now. I mean, there, there are outlets. <laughs> uh, yes, there are. And Tanager pulls out his flask. <laughs> And takes a long drink. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's one. <laughs> Ooh, I got the DM with that one. Um, yeah, uh, what about you, Aaron? What's your deal? My deal? I mean, we all went to that terrible changeling plane, and you seem deeply unaffected by it. Well, they took away my animal critters, but honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty okay. I'm sure I'll get them back. If only I had a quarter of your resolve. Well. Uh, do you think Olive is absolutely eating the beef with that girl right now? Should we involve ourselves as we're a bit more eloquent? You know, I think they might be having a moment. <laughs> I come back to you guys and I stick wow. both arms around your two shoulders and I'm like, hey guys, party tonight. She seems cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so ready. Oh, we should stop off at the guild hall at some point because I bought a bunch of extra masks for that uh, mission. Oh, God, it was so long ago now. But I have a bunch of extra masks and they said we need to bring our own costumes. So. Oh, yes. Let's head to the guild hall. Also, also, Olive, you know that that Arium loves the prince, right? What? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Oh we're, yeah. She's super into him. Yeah, we're we we are all. We, I, I don't know if you were you were in on this, but it's just unanimous here that we're 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 trying to get Arium to marry the prince. We got to help her out. Foot, mouth. Oops. <laughs> right. Wait, Olive, are you? Were you paying attention? Really, this oblivious? <laughs> Charisma, negative one. <laughs> so, um, well. well uh, she seems nice. I, I hope that works out for her. I'll help. Um, 
Olive is sad she doesn't get to marry the prince. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. She's not that selfish. Polyamory is a thing. <laughs> Tanager is just... <laughs> well, Tanager is thinking about what it was actually like in that room where uh, the Minotaur <laughs> broke up with Olive. Because I'm like... She's very oblivious. <laughs> like, I'm thinking... Them, Did I serve him beef? Well, like, yeah, like, what else was it play? And I'm like, oh, if I could have been a fly in that room. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's head to the guild hall. Okay, Um. so you guys were going to go to the guild before the museum. Yes. Uh. Yeah, it was just going to be a quick stop off, though, Um. while I just rummage in my wardrobes for various costumes for people. Yay! Um, costumes. Yeah. Is everybody going with you to your room, or are you guys staying downstairs? Oh, uh, canonically, no one has ever been inside Tanager's bedroom before. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they can come if they want, but what they see in there is not my fault. <laughs> Aaron doesn't have Kuth, so he would automatically just follow. Uh... It's literally just a wardrobe at one side, a bed in the center of the room, and a writing desk by the window. Like, center is in not touching any walls. Not touching any walls. And like a big four-poster canopy number. Okay. Aaron mm. sprawls on the bed. Oh, and it does, it, it does that thing, like, when they have drunk driving commercials and they open the door and it's just the sound of glass clinking against glass. Like, my floor is littered with empty alcohol containers. <laughs> yeah, this is why I needed curry. <laughs> Bad thing, though. Ugh. Um, <laughs> just gives me the heebie-jeebie. There's something yeah. wrong about a bed not against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> says our dm I don't, i'm trying to decide why it bothers me <laughs> well i think well, we all know why it bothers us <laughs> historically it's because we always put the bed against the wall opposite from the doorway so that there is nothing behind us and we have a safe area to like view marauders coming in okay okay does olive follow because no. Ari is like very embarrassed to like head to the private quarters of the fire breathing kittens I would just wait in the hall room outside with Ari, because as we have already determined many times, I really have no fashion qualms, and whatever he picks out for me, I will wear. Okay. Would you, Tanager, like to describe, and Aaron, if you're getting in on this sorting through costumes thing, describe the costumes that you pull out. Uh, what are we thinking, Aaron? Similar color schemes? Strikingly different? What what, what do we do here? <sighs> it's just but handfuls of silks. <laughs> Do you have anything in black leather? Uh, no. Chafe's my fur. Mm, okay, silk is <laughs> fine. Well, I mean, what, what colors do you have? I do have my leather armor. So if you just, like, piecemealed it, took off, like, you know, the breastplate and stuff, it's just essentially a bunch of straps, so. Ooh, that could work. Um, Olive is going to be doing acrobatics, so... Mm, I really cape or no cape? <laughs> no cape. Uh, right, I was no thinking cape. actually the the leather strapping get up for for Olive. I think I think Oof. we need to expand her comfort zone. She'd look rad. Oh yeah. All right. So then, just like a really nice. Oh, uh, mm, no, no pattern. Just a nice, simple, like light blue 
sort of like tunic with like a like a and then just belts like for you no for olive i don't want to like too much skin you know oh no 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 so much all the skin with some black leather straps crisscrossing across her body okay you guys know that olive does not have any boobs or external genitalia she is a bipedal crocodile like that's fine yeah but the outfit creates the illusion of genitalia so that's like tanager's clerical robes are just such a small amount of material it almost makes him look more naked okay okay costumes aside we should definitely invite her boyfriend to the show right yeah probably okay cool i'll I'll, I'll, uh, send for a courier okay um in terms of costume i mean i'm already kind of decked out for costuming like this is always what i wear Oh, yeah, I was just going to do a mask and then my naked satyr body. Yeah, that works. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, yeah, we all have to match. So how about black leather masks for everybody? And then Olive also gets the strappy get up. <laughs> yeah, okay, so that's very striking. Yes. <laughs> In trying to picture what this looked like, I did a Google image search for crocodile person and shutterstock.com has man crocodile HD stock images. And it is literally a person <laughs> in a white office shirt, black <laughs> office pants and a crocodile head. And that's me now. That's just <laughs> <All right. laughs> business. Olive. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So with the costumes aside, I'm going to sneak out and what was his name? I think it was Malcolm or the, the minute boyfriend, man. Michael. Yeah. Michael, that was it. Uh, yeah, I'll send for a missive for Michael of like, hey, there's a show at the Snark Nouveau Theater, uh, free tickets. I don't mention Olive at all because I want him to be like, you missed out. She's an awesome acrobat and you suck. Yeah, if like, Olive knows he's coming, she's going to be a lot less comfortable in this whatever you're putting her in. I don't know. Hijinks. Well, now Tanager feels kind of bad about it. Ugh, Aaron doesn't. Know. Do you go downstairs to do this, Tanager? Like, are you doing oh, this at the bar? No, I'd have to, like, go to a, like, I'd have to run to, like, a courier service or something. Okay. I would send Curry, but she got stolen by freaking changelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. No, Tanager's not going to do it. He bails out and just gets drunk at the bar. Um, what shelf liquor are you drinking? <sighs> um. Like, top or bottom? Bottom. He, he's embarrassed his friends had to give him money earlier, so he's like, no, I'm not doing top shelf tonight. <laughs> um, Above 10 or below 10? Pints? Just, just, no, <laughs> just say above 10 or below oh, 10. Uh, 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 I always take the under. Okay, okay, never mind. Um, So you're just drinking, does everybody else come down? Sure. Yeah, I'll just wait till everyone's in costume, and then we can all dip. Cool. Are you guys headed to the Museum of Natural History now? Or you still have the Community College Library, if you still would like to find the other gems? That's up to you guys. I thought we were going to find the other gems. Yeah. It doesn't seem to take long. Yeah, no, we're going to get the other gems. Where are you headed first? The Community College Library or the Museum of Natural History? I think museum. We museum. Mm. Okay. Mm. I really hope Postlethwaite isn't there. <laughs> Who's Possethwaite? Oh, maybe we don't have to find out. 
<laughs> okay, so you guys arrive at the Nicomoy Museum of Natural History. It's made of white walls and light-colored marble floors. It has a very extensive rock collection. And the main exhibit was the king's crown. They also have a large reconstructed ancient bee skeleton filled filled like fills the area above the front entryway. And the museum hosted a giant gala to announce like a little bit ago a large diamond display. And currently they don't have any events listed. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there's a couple places our amber could be. I mean, diamond collection in the crown. So the plaque was delivered a month ago at the Fox face. So maybe is there any way we can look for the most recent exhibits and see if there was a gem thing that got delivered like a month ago? Standing at the entrance, you do notice kind of passing through a woman in a lab coat. Um, she, I mean, there's researchers here, so you would not be surprised. Or you could also talk to one of the attendants at the gate, like one of the tour guide people. Am I? Wait, are we dressed in our costumes or are we bringing them with us in like a little bag? <laughs> I think probably bag still. Okay, good. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I is is Ari with us? Yes, she is following behind, slightly confused at the um at the delay, but she you know, she's very passive. She's like, okay, if you think this is the best way. Uh yeah. So let's talk to I guess the tour guide. I don't want to bother someone while they're like in a lab coat, you know? Okay. The tour guide. That's what it popped up, okay. The tour guides, um, as you walk up to her, she's just, you know, a very basic human, um, kind of nondescript, um, almost suspiciously nondescript, but eh, it is what it is. And um, her name tag says, hi, my name is Keela. Hi, Keela. Oh, hi. Um, are you here for a tour? Well, kind of. We're We're students at the university. And we are specifically interested in seeing if there may be any kind of prehistoric DNA locked in amber. And we thought you might be a good place to, to start. Uh, did you, do you guys have any amber that, that we could take a look at, maybe do some drawings of in your collection? Um, yeah, in the rock collection. But it's funny that you mentioned amber. Um, you, you wouldn't happen to be related to... The box we got dropped off a month ago, would you? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, we're looking at really all amber, but if, I mean, if you just got some new stuff in, we'd love to take a look at that. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and she kind of looks at you and she's like, do you guys have like a student ID, um, or something, just some kind of ID? We're not really supposed to let people back to do the, but they're kind of desperate. Um. Desperate for what? If. I, do you have any kind? And then she kind of looks down at Olive and sees the tattoo, and she's like, oh, "You guys are adventurers. Um, I, I think it'll be okay." And she kind of gestures at you and says, "Follow me." Um, and she walks you down to a door, <laughs> and um, and like opens the door, and you guys go down into kind of the basement research area, and um, you see, you know, people in lab coats looking over things and examining things and she pulls you over to um a small like 411 
and height woman. Um, she's wearing a lab, lab coat. She has bright green hair, bright pink eyes, and she looks like she is working over a box of artifacts. And um, Kilo walks over and goes, uh, Dr. Eaton, um, we ha- I have some adventurers um, slash university students. I have university students must be doing a lot these days. Um, and they said they might have some information about the package that got dropped a month ago. Yes, we might be able to guess one of the objects inside, and we can assure you it is of no value to the museum. So she thinks you're lying, so you need to do some kind of lie check. I think it's persuasion. Is it persuasion? Well, Deception. Deception. I'm not exactly. I mean, she think I'm not lying, though, because... The gem is just some gem in this weird dude's game to marry his son off. So, like, I doubt that as much historical value. But, in the spirit, uh, that is a 17. She kind of looks you up and down and goes, Well, um, what major are you guys? Geology. Geology. (laughs) I'm a monk. (laughs) She she's here for protection. Religious studies. <laughs> Aaron, I can't lie. Aaron, as so backdating. Aaron, um, while all of this distraction and lying was going on, um, Aaron had reached into his pouch of holding and pulled out a small stone. Um, he had stocked this with quite a few with his new spell, and he is going to cast press digitation on it to give it the appearance of a diamond. Can you read Prestidigitation? Sure. I think you can do that. Yeah, I think we can make... It won't pass, like, serious inspection, but it will have the appearance. Um, okay. You um, create a non-magical trinket or an illusory image that can fit in your hand and that lasts until the end of your next turn, so it lasts for 12 seconds. Yep. <laughs> I thought there was some kind of catch. Yeah. Hmm. Can I alter the, uh... I mean... Symbol appear... Make uh, I can make a color appear on a surface. I don't know if I can make... If that's like making a rock look like a diamond. Because I'm not summoning it from nothing. Uh... You might... Cleaner soil and object. What about just, like, a different rock? What do you I mean? I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be valuable. You're just going to swap it out? Or which... Yeah. Yeah, I'm making a switcheroo. Just, just, yeah, maybe just switcheroo it. Um, plus, I don't know. I think I have a spell that might give us a clean out where we could, but we have to leave immediately. Just see if you can swap it. Okay, sure. So I am going to attempt a sleight of hand with my magically altered rock. Right, DM? Am I allowed? Is this is yes, allowable? Yes, you are. Okay. However, you, she is looking over an artifact that is not Amber. She does, however, have a box of other stuff on her desk. So you can try to blindly sleight of hand this, if you would like. So I am going to pretend to accidentally drop my rock into the box. Are you trying to do this sneakily or where she sees it? Uh, Where she sees it, but does not realize that it's intentional. I'm going to give you you another bardic inspiration. 
<laughs> okay, I don't think I'll need it, but okay. Um, and I'm going. I'm like I'm tossing my spelled rock back and forth in my hands, and I just oops, I drop it into the box, and I just reach in and grab it. Um, but instead of grabbing my rock, I'm going to try to grab the amber instead and leave my rock. And as I'm doing this, cast prestigation again to cause the amber to look like my rock. Okay. Um, go ahead and try. Roll a slide of plus, hand. 14 plus 10 is 24. You are very good at slide of hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you successfully do that. But when it falls in, um, Dr. Eaton pops up and she is like, mother henning she's like oh my gosh i cannot believe you did that you said you're university students what kind of university students are you what kind of researchers are you you this is good but why did you bring them back here i mean i don't even know and as she's doing that olive you get kind of a tap on your shoulder and um ari is like i know where the box came from but she is not going to bring attention to herself while this woman is freaking out. But you do successfully kind of reach in. And it takes you a second while she's mother henning and trying to like get into it, uh, the scientist. But you do grab some amber and you do replace it with your rock. Um, the spell prestidigitation, how do you cast it? Do you have to say words or move your hands? Because that could change some things. Uh Okay, I am using the make a color mark or symbol appear on a surface for one hour. Um, I'm changing the color of the surface of the rock. And components VS. Verbal so, and somatic. So I think you have to say something and move your hands. Okay. Uh, so so they, they, they may notice me doing that. So you're going to need to give me another slide of hand check. Okay. Unless you guys can figure out something else to do, Olive and Air, uh, Olive and Tanager. Olive's going to whisper back at Ari, where did the box come from? It came from Mr. Pepperton's estate. He collects he collects things. He has a lot of rooms. And occasionally we have to clear them out. Um, that painting, and she points to a painting over there, uh, like over in the corner um, that another scientist is going over. Or historian? Do historians do paintings? I don't know a lot about science, y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> uh and sh she's like i i took that one down like two months ago and put it in a box i didn't realize this is where he was sending it that's good to know i'm gonna watch how this plays out with aaron because if he's successful i don't have to do anything so yeah and i gave him bardic inspiration so uh oh, i didn't use it before but my, i maybe i will now because i rolled a 16 yeah and you can use it like after total. you roll so Yes, after you roll, but but before you find out whether you are successful. So I'm going to add a three, so that's a 19. Okay, you do succeed. Um, and she is the scientist is so distracted and the tour guide is trying to help um, that they do not notice you casting that and you change it out. So now you do have the piece of amber. I'm so sorry we've troubled you. We'll just go. We'll come back another time, maybe. And we'll like lunch. Uh, and and the lady whips around and she says and tell your professor not to send such dunce heads next time and she goes back to her work sorry bye <sighs> Tanager's like so in the moment when they walk outside he's like oh, we're gonna fail this class <laughs> <laughs> I think I just got an A <laughs> I hope All right. A is for Amber ugh <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, last place is the library. And Olive, I think this is going to be you taking the lead because we're not really book people. I'm a monk. <laughs> yeah. The only thing Monks I've study read... study scrolls. Yeah, okay. All right, the only thing I've read in the past year has been these correspondence courses to become a monk, which are basically like pictures, like airbending pictures. Have you guys ever seen Avatar The Last Airbender oh, yeah. where there's yeah. a scroll and it's just got like physical shapes like punch here, <laughs> kick here, bend this way. And I'm like, I read picture scrolls. <laughs> okay. If you want okay. me to, I can. Well, no I'm problem. a merman. We don't have books underwater. <laughs> yeah. We don't have books in the forest either because we don't believe in cutting down trees for such frivolous things. And because he's a goat, he would eat them. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally <laughs> lying, but... <laughs> Trees are for eating, not reading. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Ari, I was going to ask, do you read? But... um, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> maids don't really go to school. Um, But I do read in the library when I have time. All right. You come with me. Okay. As you guys walk through the campus, it's like you know decently busy for a college campus in the evening um people you know in their hammocks and like playing frisbee um as you walk up to the library it's two-story building made of stone um and as you walk in there's like an entrance area and then a bunch of books behind and then the stairs to go upstairs hmm. this is a lot of books I think we're going to need Tanager and Aaron. Like, this is a lot of books. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, we, I was definitely going to come. Okay, I was just going to let you take point, you know? Yeah. Uh, can you imagine having well, to open up each and every one of these books to see if there's an, a, like, cut out part of the pages and a green stone in there? Because that would take us a long time. Hmm. Well, if these are, I mean, I'm not understanding what's being tested so much. Like the qualities that he wants in his child's partner. But if it continues just to be stealing things. <laughs> yeah, we're real good at theft. <laughs> yeah, like we just need to figure out where the valuable thing is and then steal it. Um, and then we have this month timeline. So maybe like, look, do they have new releases? I don't know. Is this like a crystal store? Like, cause I, I've been to a crystal rental stores like a bunch where you can like watch plays on crystals. <laughs> but, uh. We could start with the rock section. Is there like a science oh. section of the library? There is upstairs. Smart move. Thanks. So <laughs> we go into the, the rock book part of the library, I guess. Um, so as you guys head upstairs, you hear they are there's so the upstairs you see posted on signs that it's a quiet study area um, and quiet is posted in very big letters. So you do get the impression that if you screw with this quiet, you might get kicked out. Um, but you do hear like t someone sobbing, but trying to sob quietly as you head to the science section. Mm, are we going to explore this, guys? Well, I mean, one of us social people can split off and, like, deal with that crying person, and then the other two can, like, look around. What what color stone are we looking for this time? Green. 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 Maybe something on emeralds? I don't know. I mean, the sobbing person's at least a lead, rather than all the books in the library, so I guess all all four of us should head over there. So. All right. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, as you guys approach this sobbing person, they're sitting outside of the study room on the floor, books spread amongst them, um, and you notice that they seem to be biology books, and she is definitely in the geology section of the library, and it's a fearbulg crying, and they look up and they say, how you, can I help you? In between sobs. Can we help you? Tana just <laughs> trying to whisper. I have a project with this biology, but I don't think I'm in the right section. And she just like breaks down this giant hulking. Um, Fearbulg is just like in tears. Okay. Panicking. Tana just going to cast calm emotions. What does that do? Do I have to roll against that at all? Um, let me double check, but I think so. And they would have to be a 12. Okay. They did not. Uh, yeah, so it just, like, de-heightens emotions, basically, in, like, a radius. Um, so, yeah, like, I'm just, like, not, like, trying to, like, I'm just bringing down the sadness, not like forcing any other emotion up. I'm just like, hey, chill out. What's like, how can we help you? Do you need to go to a different section of the library? Um, and this is when you notice, because they kind of straighten up. They're not like hunched on themselves anymore. A name tag that says library assistant. And um, they're just like, do you... Do are any of you good with underwater plant identification? I assume I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, we about to find out. Uh, they're holding up a worksheet, and it has a bunch of pictures of underwater plants. And Aaron, I won't make you roll for it because it's very low for you because you are from the ocean. You do notice that they seem to be oceanic plants. Okay. Yeah, I know those plants. <laughs> They're tasty. <laughs> uh, great. Can, can you help me with my worksheet? And then you're going to have to roll some kind of intelligence check. Like straight intelligence? It can be straight intelligence, or if you want to add some a skill to I think it would be history. You can okay. roll history. Let's do history. I rolled a three, so this is going to be an eight. <laughs> It takes you 30 minutes (laughs) to struggle through this worksheet of five pictures. Can Tanager give the help action? (laughs) Yes, you can. So after like five minutes of them struggling, I'm like, okay, come on. It can't be that different from land plants. (laughs) 14 then. Okay, that's better. So you guys finish this up and the fear bulb looks at you and they say, Thank you. I was gonna fail. I live in the forest and not the ocean. Can I help you? I'm on shift, technically. Yeah, we're really interested in uh, green gemstones. Do you guys know anything about those? Uh, They perk up and they say, Ah, are you here for the new tome we received? I think so. Wonderful. Let me clean up my stuff. And they like pack all their stuff into their bag and take off down a couple rows. Um, And they take you to um, a section labeled geology and there's some numbers. 
and they pull out a giant book that looks kind of dusty and kind of gross. Um, and they say, well, this one came in about a month ago, uh, but it seems very popular right now. You are not the first to ask about it. Can we inspect it? Oh, dang, you guys. Yes, they're handing it to you so you can take it. Uh, dang, we missed the we missed the green stone in the library and we missed the turquoise in our own guild hall. So someone else is going to be our rival. <laughs> Darn it. Dang it. <laughs> I just figured that out. <laughs> Ow. You, oh. Uh, so they're handing you the book. Um, you are correct. <laughs> um, in your assumption. <laughs> oh. I tried so hard. Um <laughs> You did. You were like, so you're going to the guild hall. Uh, and we were like, yeah, but it'll be quick. <laughs> Tanager's having like an intense flashback to like when he was drinking at the bar and it was like, what shelf liquor? Dang it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you guys afterwards what was going oh. on there. Um, I think we I was, got it. You made it very fair. Yeah. I, I tried. <laughs> um, do you open up the book? Yeah. Okay, so as you open up the book, there is a page missing, um, and it is the one on um, Amulite. Um, and the fear book has already wandered off to go, you know, submit their homework. Um, and the page is missing, and Ari kind of speaks up, and she goes, Oh, well, Sir William probably embedded it in the page. Um, we might have missed this one. Hmm. All right. So, Ari, when you said that... Gabby's dad is kind of crazy. How are they crazy? Well, uh, he likes to think he's an agent for chaos, I guess, is the best way to describe that. He's a little intense. I try to avoid him. Has he done anything in the past that might be outside of the range of expected behaviors for a sane person? And if so, what are some examples of those things? Um, uh, well, he likes to adopt random children. Um, I, he also lately, um, has been taking a lot of vacations. I don't know what this really has to do with anything. Uh. So far, this guy sounds really cool. Keep going. Um, I guess his food tastes have changed. Um, he's asked for a lot of meat lately i exclusively eat meat this guy sounds like my people keep going <laughs> the cheese was thrown up later you, I, I can't digest it oh god all <laughs> stop why did you make spaghetti <laughs> wait wait when did he make all these changes um fairly recently about a month ago well i guess so it yeah Maybe slightly before a month ago? Yeah, I guess it would have been about four weeks ago. Hmm. Y'all, changeling. Oh, Tanninger. Uh, I think if we have time, we should double back to the guild hall just to see if that, just to make sure that, like, there is no gem there. And if so, I'm, I'm going to throw on my armor because I'm going to smash me a changeling. <laughs> oh yeah, you have that uh, history with them, because Curry's gone. Yeah, Aaron, you could get back your bag of tricks, maybe. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's change you into armor. And then Ari, I don't think that was Gabby's dad. No, I'm, I, it has to be. Um, I don't know why it wouldn't be. I cast Disguise Self on myself and just turn into <laughs> Marvin Funk. And I'm like, because stuff, because stuff like this can happen, you know? People be doing shady <laughs> deals all the time. Look at me, I'm Marvin Funk now. If, if, roll me an insight check. Oh, that is only a 14. That's enough. Um, you can tell she really would like to tell you something, but she is very terrified. Can I attempt a persuasion check? Yes. Yes, you can. I know Olive and Aaron very well. We are some of the most capable adventurers you will ever meet with a fierce desire to protect our friends and those in need. You will find no safer place to speak than right here with us. That'll be a 23. She rolled a four. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She kind of looks and pulls you guys into a study room and she goes, um, if, if I tell you that you cannot tell anyone. Okay. He's, he, his vacations have been to his horde. Um, he's kind of a dragon. Mm. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a dragon. That is... is the prince a dragon? No, um, he's an angel, um, and, uh, and she's trying to think of the world, word, and she's like, no, he's like an, an, an ASMR, um, again, he was adopted, um. Gotcha. But it's the only thing that makes sense, right? Like, the meat, and the, the vacations, and the... Yeah. Right? I mean, honestly, depending on the timing, he could also be a lycanthrope. But that that's just, like, an alternate theory. Yeah, did he disappear at the full moon? Uh, no, just, we, we, so we got these really weird plans about a month ago, um, and they were, like, I, I don't even know how to describe them. They were just weird and smelled gross, and then he got, like, really sick, and then everybody was acting all weird, and he kind of got scaly, but then he disappeared, and then when he came back, he was fine, and she's just kind of going off about this vacation that he took oh so he suddenly became a dragon Uh, yeah but i'm not sure so he wasn't a dragon before a month ago or whatever like three months ago you would say he was not a dragon well he didn't show any signs okay got it so he became a dragon well i believe dragons can shapeshift into humanoid forms so maybe that strange plant Mm -hmm. just jacked up his ability to like maintain and it's just making him go like more dragon because like that Hmm. would explain the frequent horde trips you know like oh i gotta check on my gold or whatever like Hmm. i don't we gotta whenever we get into this uh manor we gotta find these plants and check them out Hmm. maybe do an autopsy <laughs> if you want to fight a dragon, you can fight a dragon. No. I mean, you know that not everybody with scales is a dragon, the crocodile tells you. <laughs> yes, I'm aware. Uh, Ari just looks kind of like, oh god, I offended her. I am so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just letting you know. If you're thinking this girl can breathe fire, you're wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was your last character. 
Tanger says nothing. I always assumed that you were some sort of dragon person. But he's just like, <laughs> yeah, come on. It's not like she could breathe fire, R- right? Right? You can't do that? <laughs> no. No, I'm really good at death rolling in rivers. And honestly, eating wildebeests, maybe Michael should have been scared. Like, let's be real. Um, <laughs> not so good at the fire breathing or the flying. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, no, we come in different types. Uh, all right. Well, he might have become a dragon. That's a thing. Um, sure. All right. Well, you know, the question is, is your friend safe around an imposter? Like, Gavi might be in danger because this person's trying to marry him off and without the relationship connection like when your parent tries to arrange a marriage for you they care about who you're getting married to when a stranger tries to arrange a marriage for you they just want to profit off of it so i mean ari if you care about gabby at all you should be concerned about this gala that's going to go down tonight and gabby's well-being and long-term safety um that's why i'm doing this um to, to win because if i win then he doesn't have then everybody's fine yeah i think you should win all right let's go to the party guys okay cool. do you guys want to stop back at the guild at all because you did mention that yeah yep. just in case yeah. i want to armor up and i do want to mention that might explain why all of these gems involved thievery and stuff because they want to vet <laughs> a bad person to marry him off to great Wow. <laughs> yep. <sighs> or a really charismatic person. Either or. <sighs> Alright. Okay, so you guys head back to the guild. Um, you swap out armor, get ready for the party. Um, Ari has informed you that the gems will kick in in like about an hour after you guys had gotten hit the guild, so you have about an hour to get ready. Okay, Olive puts on her gold backless ball gown and the leather straps because she doesn't really understand fashion. And she's like, this is party wear. But the question is, is do you put it on over the straps over or under the gown? Over. (laughs) (laughs) The gown is under. The straps are over. (laughs) Shit works. She's like, I've got it all. Like what I have in my head honestly does not look that bad. So Tanninger's just like... (laughs) Almost like when you let a little kid dress themselves, you're just like, yeah, you look really good tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to see if I can find one of my nicer, more feminine outfits that might fit Ari. Just like, I'm just going to like bundle it up in like a little satchel and be like, hey, if you feel like a change of clothes, I think you'd look really good in this. I put some jewelry in there. I don't know if your ears are pierced, but I threw in some earrings. But, um, like, I think maybe we want to look our best tonight, right? Uh, I, I guess. And she goes and changes, but she still comes out, like, with a, a scarf veiled over her face. Um, because she's also like, I, they can't know that I'm not there. I'm supposed to be working. Uh, well, I mean, if... <laughs> Girl, you got some problems. Yeah, like, if this plan goes well, you just become married to a prince. So it's like, don't be that worried about getting fired tonight. <laughs> we can find you other maid work, dude. Uh, she kind of lowers the hood, but she's like, okay, I guess. She very much so trusts you. You get the impression that you guys are, like, the first, other than... Gavi, you, you guys are like the first friend she's had. Oh, man. 
what is that stuff you put on skin that makes it like look smoother and like like you got eyelash extensions and I have scales. I don't know anything about makeup, but I'm like, like make her. Are you talking about foundation? Make her look nice. Yeah. Put that extra skin coating on her. Yeah. Oh, look. Okay. Aaron, you get Ari. I'm going to buff olive scales and sharpen her teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Come on. We primp in our own ways. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron will help, help Ari with her makeup. Yeah. Okay. You guys do that. Ari is very thankful. And then she's like, oh, um, when you guys are done, she's like, we have to like be holding hands and touching the stones. Otherwise, this isn't going to work. Yeah, of course. I'm just going to hold your hand continuously. Yeah. Tanager just assumes she just wants to hold hands. So doesn't question it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then like, what have we got going on here with the makeup? Like what's in fashion right now? Cat eyes? Do you have a specific style, Erin, that you put her in? Uh, well, I was going with the Princess Jasmine look, mm. so it's definitely like a dark, smoky eye, the bold red lip. Mm-hmm. Lots of bronzer. I love this. <laughs> uh, yeah. She is very much so trusting you because she knows nothing. And your eyebrows are properly shaped. Oh, yeah. Super dark. The makeup extends down your neck. And you don't look like a different colored head floating on a super pale body, you know. Yeah. Match Mm -hmm. the skin tone perfectly with a nice blend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, do you feel like a maid now? Uh, no. There you go. Good. And she kind of smiles. Yeah. You got this. You're not a maid anymore. You got to think we are already a princess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is so sweet and wholesome. You got um, your war paint on. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to do before the party? I don't think so. I, I just pregame really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with that, there is a flash of light and you guys appear within a giant ballroom. But we are going to go... We're going to take a pause there. So playing with us today was Aaron. Hi. Tanager. Love yourself, baby. And Olive. Put on that war paint. You got this. And if you listeners would be interested in having your comments put on the show, leave us a review on Twitter or anywhere your podcatcher that you use is. And we'll read it on air. Leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah sweet all right bye bye we hope that you're enjoying this episode of the fire breathing kittens podcast please leave us a review on itunes.com you can subscribe to receive new episodes through your podcast player or by visiting firebreathingkittenspodcast.com or finding us on youtube can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast Please, share it with them. We don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is through the support of listeners like you. Thank you. You can find more adventures on Amazon.com in the bookstore, Fire Breathing Kittens, all one word, podcast. That's right, you can curl up with a good book based on one of our podcast episodes. The authors do a really great job of adapting them into fun novels. 
We also have official merchandise on redbubble.com. Yes, that's right. You really can own a notepad with the fire-breathing kitten logo on the front. Or one of your favorite characters. Welcome back to the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Today we are joined by Tanager. Hello. Erin. Hi. And Olive. Hey, everybody. So I'm going to have you three roll me a d20. 10 for Tanny. 11 for Olive. Oh, Ollie. I also got I also got a 10. Oh, so I think it's Olive, right? Who gets to do our retail? She is the highest. I think so. Alrighty. Hmm. The notes. <laughs> <laughs> Last time on Fire Breathing Kittens, uh, we learned that there is going to be a gala this evening, probably held at the Pepperton Estate, where a changeling, posing as the father of Gavrielle, will auction his son off for profit, probably to a horrible person. This plan might be thwarted by Ari, a short wood elf who genuinely cares about her friend Gavi, and who wants to see him happy and is concerned that his father's been acting cray-cray for the past month. <laughs> On our travels, we visited the Purple Boot Theater and picked up a Peridot, the library of Nicomoy Community College, and per- well, we um, tried to find an Amalite, the History Museum, where we stole an Amber from Dr. Eaton, and the Foxface Inn, where I snapped, I was going to say snagged, but snapped works better, snapped up a black opal. <laughs> so as we head into this second part, we await our rival. We're going to meet them because we missed the turquoise in the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild Hall, and we missed the Amalite in the pages of a book in the library of the Nicomoy Community College. So as we arrive on the scene, we will find out who is competing to win the hand of Gavi, uh, who, by the way, is not for sale. We're going to also say that. Um. But, you know, that's fair. So where we left yeah. off, you guys got magicked to the estate. And when you guys come to from the magical transportation, you're not out. It's just very bright and colorful. Um, you are standing in the middle of a big, giant, grassy field essentially surrounded by big white marble columns. Um, and ahead of you, about halfway down the field, is a um, marble floor. But if you would look up, you would see that the there is like a magic glass dome above you. So this is the Pepperton Estate. It's a very open floor plan, you, should, you could say, um, for this estate. There are a bunch, there is a stage set up on the far end away from you where there is a table where there are some people dining, and there are um, lots and lots of party goers around. Mm, I want food. (laughs) Yeah, and keep eyes peeled for like an arboretum or any place the, uh, that weird plant might be kept. Mm. I'd like to investigate that as well. Have you asked Good call. Ari about this plant? Oh, yeah, I guess we our Ari has seen it, so... Hey, Ari. First of all, you look great, darling. <laughs> Secondarily, uh, that weird plant. Do you know anything else about it, or specifically its whereabouts at the current moment? 
Oh, um, we were supposed to put it out into one of the rooms um, while we waited for him to come back. I can take you there if you'd like. Uh, well, let's do a pass around the party first, and then check it out. Oh, um, of course. This might be my last meal, so I'm going to head right over and get a turkey leg, if possible, like the largest amount of meat. That okay, are you thinking turkey offered. leg as you walk over there? Yeah. Because as you walk towards what she has kind of gestured as the food table, um, a plate appears and then the turkey, the raw turkey leg you were thinking of just kind of (laughs) pops into existence. How did they know? (laughs) (laughs) And what are you all getting? Aaron likes meat as well. Anything proteiny. Eggs are nice. Are there any like deviled eggs? Um, as you walk up, a plate appears, and you're thinking deviled eggs, deviled eggs, poof, and they appear. Tanager's favorite meal is a martini with two olives and one pearl onion. As you walk up, a glass <laughs> appears, but it's not a martini glass. It's like a giant mug, essentially, um, but the two olives and the onion pop up. <laughs> I love how you exactly. call that a meal. Yeah. It has vegetables. (laughs) And calories, technically a meal. Yeah. Uh, But exactly like Olive, Tanager goes, how did they know? (laughs) Um, Ari is not impressed by the table. She's just kind of like, well, I mean, that's how we all get our food. Well, Ari, what are you getting? Oh, um, and the thought hadn't occurred to her to get food, so she kind of walks up, and out pops, like, a salad. Ah. I see I'm not the only goat here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you guys have your food. Are you going to... What are you going to do next? Uh, I wanted to perception check to try to determine who the rival could be, and then... You know, maybe we might want to keep an eye on him and then to the plant. Because the plant's not, I don't think it's going anywhere, but this person might do something wild. Plus, I don't want the boy getting mind controlled by, like, some nefarious party. So then he's like, oh, I'm into it now. (laughs) Um, Okay, so do a perception check for me. Uh, My goat eyes got a 15. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so among the party goers... You see, and because you're a satyr and you kind of drink a lot, so you've gone to a lot of bars, so you're kind of aware of group <laughs> group dynamics. Um, you see, like, there's a bunch of groups of people that you can assume are just there for the party and not there for the marriage thing. But there is a group of elves, high elves in a corner, sitting, whispering to each other, looking slightly out of place. Um, and there is one older woman who looks extremely confused as to how she got here and there is also a set of dragonborn sitting in a corner enjoying a large large feast well gang i've got my money on the dragonborn this seems reasonable Hmm. do we make a show of ourselves or go in you know like real like not stealthy but like real smooth and try to schmooze some info out i'm not capable of that so it might be a problem (laughs) i'm inclined to let you schmooze yeah i'm gonna let you schmooze i 
would like another turkey leg. Well, I guess if I'm going to schmooze, I'm going to smooze. Let's see. Tanninger. Okay, because he wants to talk to the Dragonborn, he's going to first talk to the elves. So, like, he becomes a known presence and to obscure his true motives. Okay, the elves kind of look at you and their leader, um, who has dark hair, just kind of turns around and says, yeah, can can I help you? Yes. Tanninger Goodfellow. And I uh, put my hand out to shake. They shake it, but they look kind of, like, disgusted just a little bit. Yeah, they're elves. I scan their hands for wedding ring rings. None of them have wedding rings. Oof, that's dangerous. So, uh, I just, you know, like, you guys seem interesting. You seem like a fun group of people. And I noticed you haven't really been mixing groups yet, so I figured I'd be the first one to do so. Like, what, what brings you guys here? The contest, of course. We don't lose. We're the best. Oh, and who amongst you is going for the young prince's hand? Any one of us? We're all single. Um, we're... I'm surprised you haven't heard of us. We're, you know... We don't have a name yet, uh, because we're just kind of unnamed, but we're a very prominent adventuring group. Oh, well, that's fun. I'm part of an adventuring group myself. And I, like, pull down my toga revealingly, because, like, it's, like, his <laughs> tattoos on his abs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you say on his abs or something else? Abs, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's Furious Johnson who has the tattoo somewhere else. <laughs> mine is also somewhere re- revealing. <laughs> oh, they look at you and they're like, I thought you were perhaps the entertainment. <laughs> oh, I'm both. I'm also doing a show later with some of my other adventurers. But uh, I have to ask you, am I entertaining? And I'll try to make a persuasion check and, like, just give them all a greasy used car salesman smile. Okay. <laughs> uh, because of my ability, uh, any roll below 10 can become a 10. So I will take a 22. <laughs> Freaking bards. <laughs> yeah, baby, college eloquence all day. <laughs> uh, they seem like they're kind of warming up to you. Like, they're not going to completely turn their backs but they definitely still do not want to talk to you well i suppose i'm going to have to put on a show then and i cast unearthly chorus music of a style you choose fills the air around you in a 30 foot radius it spreads out and can be heard up to 100 feet away until the spell ends when i make charisma performance checks i do them at advantage And as a bonus action, I can beguile one creature I choose within 30 feet who can hear the music. And then they make a throw. Okay, then. (laughs) I also would like to shoot a glance back to my party members. So I'm like, hey, I'm doing a distraction thing. Um, And then I will make a performance check. Yep, that's what that's going to be. And I will take a 23. Okay, what are you doing? (laughs) Just, like, doing, like, a little, like, sort of shoulder dance, like, sort of of like a Jeff Goldblum-type vibe, where I'm just like, hey, come on, we're all pals here. And again, I'm not trying to mind-control anyone, I'm just trying to, like, warm up this group of people. 
they called me entertainment, so I'm just like, yeah, I'll lean into it. Um, so one of them from the back, he seems a little shorter than the others, just kind of comes forward and puts a hand on your shoulder and says, you seem nice. You seem like a very nice person, <laughs> but our adventuring party is full and you don't really fit the vibe as he gestures to all these elves and then like... Uh, Tanager hides his dejection. Like this, this poor little elf is like trying... You get the idea that this elf is like the nerd of the group, so he's trying very nicely to just be like, you're not... You, we, before somebody's meaner. Uh, cool. Can I make one last perception check mm -hmm. just to see if I can tell that these people had gems? Yes. <clears throat> Uh, that will be a dirty 20. You see on the first one that spoke to you and then another one on necklaces, they do have two gems. One of them has a ruby and the other one has um, pyrite, which is fool's gold and very shiny and sparkly. Cool. Um, I guess I'll go back to the group. I'm going to keep up the spell for, I believe, another 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, just because it's fun. Um also, it's lounge music, just like a... And I'll tell the group, like, yeah, it looks like these are our rivals. And uh, they suck and cannot appreciate a good performance if it bit them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. <sighs> hmm. Olive and Aaron, do you have anything you would like to do now? Olive's having a great time enjoying the show, eating a turkey leg, watching Tanager. It's like she nudges Ari and she's like, see, you can calm down. It's all right. It's a pretty good time here. Aaron, what are you up to? Aaron is wondering if there are any of these excessively wealthy people who can be parted from some of their valuables. Whoa. If I see that gleam in your eye or if you mention it, I can give you a advantage on stealth checks for like an hour. <laughs> interesting can i uh just investigate the room around me and see if anybody's looking a little tipsy and a little overly wealthy um <laughs> my friend i can ensure that someone very wealthy gets overly tipsy interesting i mean i rolled a 17 i don't know what my investigation is so there are pockets of um debauchery going on um among the columns so very drunk people partying people young old there are people having an excellent time at this party mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so are you going to target a specific person or do you want to do a general just kind of book it through the crowd and see who you bump into and see what you get uh yeah let's just book it through the crowd so you're gonna work your way around the room do some kind of performance or slide a hand uh, i think he's gonna do a performance he's gonna do a, a very sensual dance as he stalks through the room okay uh-huh do you actually want me to roll a performance yes i say it's gonna be redonkulous i rolled a 16 and i think get a plus 13 okay that's enough <laughs> um <laughs> i just had to make sure you didn't nat one it um, <laughs> that's true so as you kind of <laughs> bounce around, um, there are a few people that kind of like younger people that kind of hop in and dance with you. And then as you move on, um, you come across a particularly businessy looking group. 
um, like fake furs, evening gowns, tuxedos to the nines. And as you're dressing there or dancing, they're a little affronted at first, but then the women and some of the men kind of are like, I like this guy and kind of clap you on the back and let you join their group. And as they're doing that, you can... You dance up and you kind of slip some fingers into pockets and you come away with about $200 worth of gold or 200 gold. I don't know why I added dollars in there. Hello. Um, <laughs> okay. You guys are getting rich in this adventure. Um, <laughs> We're trying. This is a very good adventure for that. As you continue to... So as you circle the room, Aaron, you come closer to the front table where seated, labeled seated... Um, is the master of the house, Sir William, and it says Prince Gavi as well. And Gavi looks a little mm-hmm. dejected. Where's Arium? Back with Olive. Yeah. Uh, can I gesture her to come up to me? Yes. Yeah, so you like circled around and came back to them, but as you passed by the table, that's what you noticed. Okay. All right, guys, I got a plan. Yeah, what's your plan? All right, we're gonna take we're gonna take Arium here, and you know her name's Ari. W- <laughs> I was just playing what? before. Her name's Ari. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, I totally thought it was Arium. And she okay. would not have corrected you. She's just like, all right, I guess my name's Arium now. <laughs> oh my god, Arium. Right. <laughs> Ari. Okay. So here is what's going to happen. I think we're gonna we're gonna walk by the the prince's table up here, and I think that I'm gonna bump into you, and you're gonna pretend that you hurt your ankle, and you're gonna fall into his lap. Oh, okay. Correction: I'm gonna hip check you into his lap because I I think you're not gonna do it. And, uh, Ari, I have a really rough question for you, um, and please, I need you to answer it like without thinking about it. You guys are in love, right? Yeah, I, I okay. think this is love. There you go. No, that's it. You did it. Good job, girl. Like, good. <laughs> we're, we're we're now green light on this plan to get you together. <laughs> uh, how awful would that be if she's like, no, I secretly hate them. <laughs> or if he's like, or it, maybe like it's like a unrequited affection where he views her as like a nice friend, but like if they're actually like secreting themselves away and like having conversations like we got to marry him off yes they, they are very much so they are very much so in love <laughs> sweet all right yeah i don't trust him to take care of her because there's been too many historical instances of the lady getting just you know left with a child and abandoned after this sort of situation but if if her if the evil plan success is to have them married and have her financially provided for I'm fine with I, I think this is the right thing to do, right? 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 Yeah, I think so. I, I religiously, I believe that if two people are in love, there should be nothing stopping them. So even I if it's like... trust him to love her. I trust him to tell her that he loves her, but the fact that he's allowing himself to be manipulated into marrying someone else raises my hackles. But I, I could read his going. mind for you. We could vet this guy. <laughs> Olive, no, let's no, go talk to him. I don't want to vet him. I want to. I want to have her marry him with no prenup and take some cash. <laughs> oh, because that's better. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, look at the very least, Ari. Uh, I need a maid. 
So, like, you have a job either way. Like, Don't ask you... what happened to the old maid. <laughs> I, I, Tanager, like, was like, Olive. <laughs> what, what, At this point, I've started to care about Arya and what happens to her. <laughs> well, look, either way, you'll be financially provided before. And let's get the love first, get the money second, and then... <laughs> I'm so jaded. I'm just like, just get the money. Let's marry you to this guy. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Uh, Olive, are you hangry? <laughs> Olive's very single. <laughs> she just got dumped. Oh um, goodness. So do you guys walk up to the table then? Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, as you're walking, Ari kind of gestures to you, Tanager, and she's like, "That that's the plant room. Uh, cool. I... <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Ari, I really want to see you and this guy's interaction. And, like, my investigation is now firmly secondary. Yeah. We can battle some plants to the death later. Yeah, like, whatever. Battle plants. Cool, cool, cool. Go kiss your boy. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see if he's worthy of you. Oh, yeah. And then I real quick, like, touch up her makeup. Kind of, like, I give her little slaps on, like, the cheeks and the lips to make her, like, extra rosy. And I'm like, all right, get in there, girl. And I give her bardic inspiration. I think that I only have one more. Okay. Um, Do you actually hip check her, Aaron? I do. As we're walking, I hip check her directly. And she's holding a drink at this point. And I hip checked (laughs) her directly into the prince's lap. And the drink spills all over them. And at that moment, I say, oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to use shape water twice once to draw the the drink out of their clothing and then the second one to make the little ball of of fluid above their heads erupt into a little shower of snowflakes delicately framing her face that is so cute i feel so bad for what i'm about to say um (laughs) hey olive do a perception check eight i firmly believe that they are in love (laughs) okay um so as ari lands um, man, that was a 10. You couldn't even get a 10. Um, no. <laughs> I want to. I rolled a two on the dice, though. No. So. Um, <laughs> so as Ari lands, the prince looks at her and um, <laughs> is just like, hi. And Ari looks like confused. She looks very, very confused. And she looks back at you guys and then looks at the prince oh. and then looks back at you guys. Oh, no. Oh, no, and no, no. she is starting to panic just a little bit. Tanninger immediately runs over and just, like, as handsome as he can possibly be, is like, Ari, darling, come on, you've got snow all over you. Like, hold on, let's get you uh, cleaned up. And then I look at Aaron and Olive, and I'm like, we need to have a private conversation now. Olive noticed nothing. She is interested in what you have to say. Yes. Uh, do you guys <laughs> kind of pull off to a separate alcove? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll go. Guys, okay. I think we missed the mark on this one. It wasn't the dragon that was going to get doppelgangered. It was the sun. But or both. I mean, I Ari is like panicking, but th- between so you guys like had a curtain that you could pull. Um, so you pull the curtain, but coming through the curtain is the prince. However, now you can see, um, and coming in saying, "Oh, thank God, you guys are here." Is Imdimnis the servant hmm. who is in the prince's clothes? Oh, okay. Oh, she like drops her shape change or disguise self or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. 
I knew I smelled the shape changer. <laughs> yeah, I recognize you from that time you sent me to an island with Dr. Crud III and Beans. Uh, yes, um, I don't know why, I mean, of course he sent you an invitation, but, and, and she's like, Ari, Ari, please, please stop freaking out. Please, please stop freaking out. Um, as Ari's like in a corner, like, I don't even know what's going on. And, um, <laughs> broken this poor girl's mind. Right. It's and, okay. We'll fix you later. And Dimness is like, we, we lost the prince. We, we lost the, he snuck out. We lost the prince. Oh, I thought you meant he was dead. Okay. He just snuck out. That's fine. That's fine. You don't understand. I mean, wouldn't you sneak out? If if you had an arranged marriage coming from a guy who was not your dad suddenly, because, like, I, I really respect this guy. Okay. Hey, Ari, I approve of your marriage to him now. <laughs> this guy's smart. And Ari's like, what do you mean you lost him? Freaking out in the corner. No, no, that's good. He's taking care of himself. It implies he's not a complete idiot. Olive. This guy's cool now. Put your emotional what? stuff aside for two seconds. We lost a prince. I just got dumped. <laughs> Olive, I, just got dumped. I understand that that's the thing that happens to some people. Tensure clearly has never been... Oh, God, no. Well, no, actually, he left that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, did he? Yeah. yeah he, I was going to say she got a new boy, so yeah. were you voluntarily... Yeah, no, he has a lot of stuff to explore. I guess Tensure kind of, like, gets it aside and totally loses his train of thought and argues his own relationships at Olive. <laughs> um... We gotta find this prince. Who, who's our best tracker? Wait, why do we have to find the prince? So we can hitch him. They can get hitched, like, after they're both safe and in a separate place. What we should do is whisk away Ari and then reconnect Ari with the prince somewhere else. And then they can, like, go live their life. And maybe we should deal with the doppelganger dad? I think that's the bigger problem. Is Ari in any danger right now? Yeah, Ari's in danger because we're in this place with a doppelganger. Uh... And I, I guess, but I don't, they don't think they know who... I mean, as far as Doppelganger is concerned, she's just a maid. Okay. Like, why would he care about her? Ari, go wash your face <laughs> and switch into your maid costume. Uh, Someone go with Ari. I don't want her alone. Oh, yeah, she'll get... She'll, if yeah. this Doppelganger is half worth his salt, he'll know everything that's going on in this place. So I doubt their relationship will be secret for long. Oh. Um. Yeah, okay. I guess I'll go with Ari? Yeah. 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 Go with Ari, make sure that she can get changed into her maid outfit. So she's not here as a candidate for the prince's hand. She's just here as a maid. That'll protect gotcha. her a bit. Okay. Ari, lead the way. Uh, Should she... we go? Yeah, let's all go. Let's not split up. What are we doing? Also, our code word is parakeet. If you don't know parakeet <laughs> later, you're a doppelganger. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, cool. I kind of hang back with just the fire-breathing kittens, and I'm like, the double secret word is canary. I de de like if this group gets compromised, I want to make sure my FBK bros are safe. Okay, got it. <laughs> I love this. Okay, so let's all go together, and we're gonna get her changed into a maid outfit so that she's no longer a princess candidate. She's just here as a maid, and that way the doppelganger won't take her out. We have no reason to worry about her. Can we keep the lip because she looks really nice? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. And Dimness just kind of returns to the table with the disguise self on, like, okay, never mind. Um, no, no, you're doing great. And Dimness, just say very little. Yeah. <laughs> that is fair. And I can perform an annulment 
So, like, even if you have to get married tonight to somebody, like, it's cool. <laughs> just don't consummate. We'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, can you disguise self consummation questions? But keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Okay, keep going, keep going. We're going to get Ari changed. <laughs> okay, so you guys go to the maid's quarters. Um, it's kind of empty, but Ari's just kind of like, well, I mean, everybody's at the party, so she doesn't think anything of it. Uh, you get her changed, uh, but she doesn't know what to do with the outfit. She's like, uh, I... Uh, oh, no, you own that now. Aw, teenager. And so she's nice. like, oh, thank you so much. And she, like, hangs it up. Uh, and then you guys go back to the party. Um, and that took about 20 minutes. Cool. <laughs> um, as you go into the party, she's like, I- I'm going to go join the other maids handing out drinks. Uh, it would look weird if I was with you guys. Okay, stay in eyesight of someone. Uh, okay. Um, and she goes off to get drinks. And as you guys enter back on the floor, you notice entering into the room is... Proudly labeled on a flag is the Purple Boot Theater Troupe. Oh, yeah. Our job. Uh. They only gave us 20 gold. I'm not too invested in them. <laughs> no, you got more from that just dancing <laughs> with rich people. <laughs> I did. You always yeah. do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You're a little bit too awesome of a performer for them. Okay. okay. Um. So plant thing, prince thing, dad thing. What you guys want to do? plant thing because i can make them talk oh good move <laughs> all right um, let's do it i i hate to split the group i would like to do the theater company thing because i want to do it <laughs> and b i could stay in the main room and keep an eye on ari and like what's going on all right that's a good idea i suspect that the plant thing is a combat plant thing uh, but that would be metagaming so my character goes to the plant thing and dies so let's do it aaron <laughs> look no Sure. If you have an inkling that you might be in danger, you're allowed to call out your fellow party member and be like, no, we're not going in the scary plant room with two-thirds of our group. So, the tanager will come. I mean, you you can. I'm okay with it. The thing about Olive is I could make another character. So, like, let's, let's do this. Let's no, is going to go to the plant room now. <laughs> okay, you guys head into the plant room. Um, before you are some, like, blood red almost rose looking things but they look more like they're crossed with like carnations and roses so they're more full than a normal rose um and they're very darkly colored and they smell awful awful um like olive even you think this smells gross um and you've dealt with rotting flesh so have eaten rotting flesh yeah yeah it smells disgusting this one time I had zombie monkeys. This smells worse. Uh, Tanager pulls out a bottle of perfume and just gives a couple light spritzes in the air. <laughs> Aaron, press to digitation us. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it now smells like actual roses. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, God, keep that up. <laughs> there are four of them, and they all seem to be in plain looking pots. How big are the pots? Like eight inch pots. Okay. Okay. Okay, so it's not hiding like a giant mandrake evil baby. Okay. No. Well, I'm worried about spores. I've got to watch out for those evil plant babies. <laughs> you could roll history if you would like. Okay, so here's the thing Olive has fought evil plant babies. <laughs> That's why she asked. 
Seven. Did everybody roll history? Oh, is this everybody? Okay. Oh, I thought only Tanager was rolling history. You're all in the room. You all can roll history. That is only a 11. Nine. Nine here. Yeah, you got the cute group. Oh, how familiar. Not the nerds. How familiar. Oh, go <laughs> oh, ahead. Sorry, you got the group, cute group, not the nerds. <laughs> Olive, how familiar are you with poisons that have been around you? I usually just eat them, yeah. Uh, I, there was this one time, I think Indimnus sent me to a house on an island, not the one I burned down, the one with all the free food. And I thought that food was really tasty. So that's ah. how I feel about poisons. I sample them. <laughs> I think I was there for that. <laughs> okay. No. Um, do an investigation check for me, everybody. No, but you were there when I ate the curtain. <laughs> oh, that was it. I just remember you getting po- poisoned. Uh, six. Uh, Tanninger also went to an island with Olive, who ate questionable food on it. <laughs> That's Olive's theme. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, less than ten for me. What was your roll? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, Olive, as you're poking around, you notice a tag on one of these plants. Do you read it? Yeah. Cool. It's called Dragon's Bane. So this is a plant that, when in the presence of dragons... Um, It essentially causes an allergic reaction that makes them, if they're in human form, revert back to dragon form. Oh, dang. I think dragon pox and dragon's bane have come up and we've never directly addressed whether or not Olive, the crocodile, is also like tangentially affected by these things. So Um, I hope I'm not. Does it feel really itchy to me right now? Yeah, it feels slightly itchy, but... Not not like you're going to die. We don't need to EpiPen you. Good. Um. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do not touch this plant. Because I'm like, scales plus this plant do not mix. All right. Uh, I'm going to say, hey, guys, this plant feels really itchy to me. I do not like it. And um, also the tag says that it is dragon's bane. Uh, Tanager just flips out a lighter. It's like, we gonna, how are we going to do this? <laughs> Well, I'm inclined to question it first. I want to find out what it's doing here and who brought it here and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, yeah. He flips his lighter closed. (laughs) Although, I believe it'll only tell me what's been happening around it for the last day. Oh, yeah. You can talk to it. Oh, oh. Yeah? Can we play good cop, bad cop with this plant? I don't see why not. Good, because I definitely want to take some home, and I have a feeling that cutting off a snippet of it is a bad cop sort of thing to do, so (laughs) I'm going to take out... What do I have in my pack that can hold plants? Like a glass jar would hold a plant snippet. Like maybe a glass jar with some water around a tissue paper around the base of the plant. I don't steal plants very often, you guys. I don't know how to do it, but... Uh, well, most plants, that's exactly what you do. You take a cutting, and you put the tip in water, and it grows new roots. All right, well, then I'm going to take my my backpack <laughs> and my water skin and a little bit of my extra clothes, because I've got those, and I am prepared to keep this plant's base damp in my water skin if, uh, if it doesn't answer your questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I am... Tanager is just delighted that Olive is apparently wearing black leather straps, a gold backless ball ground, and a backpack. (laughs) 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 
it's lit. Again, what is fashion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have a crowbar too. <laughs> just, oh, Olive. <laughs> oh, do we do we have ten minutes to spare? Yes. Okay, I'm also gonna as a ritual uh, cast Tiny Hut, which will allow me to create a dome of energy that's completely um, imper- impervious to everything. And I'm going to have, just have that there behind us so that our party can uh, retreat to that if necessary. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Speak with Plants, which should animate these plants around me, and we can ask them questions. And I, I think I don't get to talk to it, but I can threateningly no, hold the chef's knife that I have and convey my intentions with the water skin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do the plants come to life at my at my touch? Yeah, they do, and they stretch, um, and they let out little like baby roars. <laughs> Aw, you guys are so cute! Look at the little roars. That is objectively adorable. <laughs> so, hi guys. What are your guys' names? Uh, we don't name uh, dragons. Spain. Okay, we'll go with Dragon Spain. Um, so I was just wondering if you knew anything about how you got here, who brought you here. So, do they only tell you about the last day, or is it like infinite? I believe they can only tell me about the events around them for the last day. I'm not sure if they'll remember their own personal histories. Ugh. Yep. Yeah, I didn't address that before. I did read this one ahead of time. So. You imbue plants within 30 feet of you with limited sentience and animation, giving them the ability to communicate with you and follow simple commands. You can question plants about events in the spell's area within the past day, gaining information about creatures that have passed, weather, and other circumstances. Uh, That's the only part about the... um, Oh, uh, they can perform tasks based on DM's discretion. Cool. So they look at you like they turn their flowers towards you, and they say, well... A very nice woman has been watering us, um, and we got put in this room, but we're kind of lonely. No one comes and sees us. Hmm. Have you seen the dragon? Um, no, we haven't seen any dragons. I suppose that could be bad or good. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. And, uh, have you seen anyone besides the woman who comes to water you? Oh, yes. There was a very handsome young man that came through here this morning. I don't know what he was doing. He took one of my brothers. Oh, snap. I see. Uh, okay. It, and your brother was the same as you in 8-inch pot, that kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right, I'm going to communicate this to my team. And All right, guys, any other questions you think we should ask? I, I, don't, I don't know if they know anything here. Are they cooperating? <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, guys, would you be all right with us taking a few cuttings so we can propagate you? Um, will it hurt? Yes. Not really. Plants <laughs> don't really hurt. Olive's and you'll like, get to make babies that'll go and see the world. Olive, are you like, free, free, free? I am holding a giant knife, yes. <laughs> Um, you, you could just take us with you. I don't think anyone would miss us. Oh, that works too. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, <laughs> can I put a, a plant, 
Can I put a plant in a bag of holding? Because there's no oxygen, but they don't really need oxygen. Oh, uh, living creatures can go inside a bag of holding for like, it's like a number of minutes based on their constitution modifier. So I think a, a plant probably uses less oxygen than a person. So they'd probably be good for at least an yeah. hour or three. I also have a backpack that doesn't suffocate people very often. Um, How big is the plant? Like tall? Mm, tall? About a foot. Oh, it's a foot tall plant. Okay, with like an eight inch. Let's see. Eight inches is officially just measured it, you guys. Eight inches is from here to here. This will convey well on the podcast. I think that could go in a backpack. Yeah, especially I think it could. Well, we got to bring the rest of the brothers and sisters, right? It could go in the bag of holding as well. I will allow that. I'll put them in there. I don't want to suffocate them, so uh, I will use the 50 feet of hemp and rope to tie them securely to one another and put them on top of my backpack. They'll be exposed and visible, but if anyone challenges me, I'm an alligator. (laughs) Okay. Um, Are you guys done in the room? I guess so. Do you join the rest of the party? Sure. Oh, I find the table that likes to give people things, and I ask it (laughs) for a curtain again because I ate one before. It would give it to you, actually, the way that I had that set up. It would give you a I did curtain. eat a curtain. Okay, and then I use the curtain to drape over the plants, and then no one can tell that the thing on top of my backpack is the plants. Okay, so so here here's what we got, gang. Bright gold ball gown, black leather straps, backpack, curtain cape. Yeah, yeah it works. I, they always say you should take one thing off before you leave the house, but all of you definitely need to keep putting things on. <laughs> This is great. Um, So standing at the front of the room is the troop, and they are bowing down as they have finished their performance. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry, Tanager. Standing at the front. I mean, you guys did sign a contract, so you could go back later and perform um, at one of their night shows. Tanager's super upset, but he's just like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. Like, we got to save the prince or whatever. It's (laughs) fine. (laughs) We're going to do one of their shows later. That's how we're going to end this adventure. Don't you worry. (laughs) Whatever. Also, remember, their performers die. So let's count how many are there now. Oh, God. <laughs> we go back later. Let's see if they're all still there. I just, maybe it'll be a personal investigation of my off time. Like, I just really feel bad about this haunted theater troupe. Um, okay. Um, so standing at the front of the room is Sir William of Pepperton. Um, and he is a suited man with golden skin and silver eyes. Except for, you could kind of tell that it seems like, for those of you that use makeup, he has a lot of makeup on. And you could probably put two to two together that he's hiding scales. But as he stands up, his voice booms across the crowd. And he says, welcome and thank you all for accepting the challenge for my son's hand. And all of you can tell from body mannerisms that that's definitely in dimness and not the sun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very awkwardly up there, like, hey. Um... And he says, now let the real trial begin. And he claps his hands and you all fall down. Yeah, oh. as Olive realizes that a changeling wouldn't have to have to put makeup to hide their scales. Oh, my gosh. And she crumples to the ground. <laughs> and you fall through it. As we're falling. <laughs> oh, dang. I I got this wrong. I got yeah. this wrong. Guys, Holy. do you think we're a little hypersensitive to shapeshifters? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's possible. <laughs> Olive has slow fall. Use your reaction when falling to reduce falling damage by an amount equal to five times your monk level. And you know how when people are like parachuting and they can put their hands in to go faster? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go faster under Tanager and Aaron and then slow fall so that my, my as I spread my arms and legs and slow fall, maybe I'll be able to help them. But I don't know if I will. But that's my attempt. I could also just splat on the ground. I, I think the idea with like the fifth edition monks is you just do like a cool like somersault and brace yourself at the end. Um, so oh, if we wanted right. to get crunchy about it, look up carrying capacity for Olive. And then uh, lifting and carrying 180 pounds, max carrying 360, pushing or dragging <sighs> 360 max lift. So, yeah, I was going to say, hopefully you could carry both me and uh, Aaron. But even though we're both... Oh, hey, bye. Sorry. Sorry about the interruption. We were falling yeah. through the floor. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and Olive is under you, so she will take the damage. Um, yeah. Which I can reduce by... And I looked it up officially. The full text of slow fall. Beginning at fourth level. I'm a ninth level monk. You can use your reaction when you fall to reduce any falling damage you take by an amount equal to five times your monk level. So that's five times nine is 45. I have boots of flying. Oh, dang. Yeah. It was 15 points of damage. <laughs> uh, Tanninger probably weighs less than 180, so you could just baby like hold him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of us holds Tanninger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the I- other people splat, 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 splat all around us. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, bros. <laughs> um, so you guys have found yourselves in a hexagonal room made of stone, and there are two doors in front of you, one to the left and one to the right. I feel like our party historically chooses left. Yep. (laughs) We just like it. But the question is, with boots of flying, why don't we just fly up out of this hole and punch a bro in the face? Well, we... We could. Do you want to? How many people are dying around me? You guys are in this room alone. It is only, like, Mm, 10 feet by 10 feet. I feel like portals are at play. This guy loves his portals. So. And we did come here for a test to win someone's hand in marriage. So playing along would might be part of it. Oh, fart. Where's Ari? Well, wait, wait, it's not even the right prince. She was with the maids. Well, I was going to say, like, we need her to succeed in the test, but we actually don't because... (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, no. this man's no, no. consent is no. stu- Let's just power run this trial and then I guess I'll <laughs> marry the servant guy and then we'll just get it annulled. Yeah. I mean, if you marry on Dimness, you're marrying up. She's a pretty cool drow apprentice to a wizard. Oh, I assumed Adin Dimness was a man's name. The, they flip flop. I also assumed that and that they were a shape changer. Uh,. Well, that's <laughs> deeply interesting. I might... Okay, I'm going to circle back to the... Let's dungeon up. And then Tanager is clearly, like, thinking about, like, oh, drow, you don't see many of those. But <laughs> Yeah, you yes. can make that work. And she's magical. Oh, God, I've been... A magical plea of Um I've been with magical people before, and it did not end well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no... No more paladins for me. 
<laughs> no. Stay away from those religious types. Tedra like raises his eyebrows. Yeah. Um, le- yeah, left door, left door. Left door. Okay. <laughs> left door. Wonderful. We're totally, we're totally afraid and cowed by your impressive fall, and we are um, subserviently obeying you and walking through the door. Definitely not joking around about never dating paladins again. <laughs> it's. This particular group composition can't go 15 minutes without either being horny or talking about their exes. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, okay, so as you walk into this new room, there is... Poor No, no, this is good. This is going great. Because oh, no. um, you, you guys are going to like, actually, this is like the perfect room for you guys to go in. I'm glad you went left. I'm glad I bet on left. Um <laughs> I assumed you all would go left. Um, So as you come in, you see a sign in glowing bright letters that says, pick a partner. And there's a giant blue button on the wall. There's three of us. (laughs) Well, Aaron's going to press it. Yeah. (laughs) Aaron, you press the button. Wonderful. All right, Aaron, up on the screen, two screens come to life. There is a picture of your party as they are falling. So it's a very ugly picture. Um, like when you first <laughs> fell, like the freak out picture. <laughs> Roller coaster is yeah. that photo. <laughs> yes. has that wind face where his skin looks really loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Aaron, on the other screen is a blue skin drow with a name tag that says, tricks like long walks on the beach spending time in nature and kicking ass yeah <laughs> how do i pick it where's the button <laughs> just like in the background like maybe maybe this is like a loyalty test where we're supposed to pick our group each time but like it's i feel like falling on deaf ears <laughs> um so two buttons appear and it says do you continue with your current party, or do you pick a new partner? Oh, guys. <laughs> Bye. There's oh. only th- hey, there's only three of us, so, like, we should probably... It's okay. I mean... No, I should stick with you guys. Can I just get his number for later? Is that is there a button for that? Uh, <laughs> Tanninger has a firm opinion switch and goes, Nothing good has ever been gained by being cautious, and slaps the, the boy's button for you. <gasps> Did you <try>? Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, Aaron, do you try to stop him? Uh I, I don't think I can. It was too fast. I used okay, um, Murphy leap to headbutt the button in a single movement action. <laughs> um okay, uh hold on, I gotta get another representation dice. <laughs> GM did not anticipate abandonment. <laughs> but it wasn't abandonment. It was that we were making him Meet new people and explore new reveler. <laughs> well, in a in an explosion of sparkles, Aaron is now gone. Bye. Have fun. <laughs> um, and the wall flashes again, and it says, "Pick a partner with a big button." Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, I just got dumped. I need to see what this button will show me. Yes, there's also no way I wasn't getting to see who's everyone's partners were. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Olive presses the button. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, up for Olive, you see 
in the screen, and this time it's a video, and it says, hey, girl. Oh, God, no. And it's a satyr with a drink. No. <laughs> uh, Ted just like, uh, and she, you know what? I could probably take the bullet on this one. <laughs> please, um, please do. This is Tiffany. Says, yeah, we went to high Tiffany. school together. Oh, like um, the Tiffany from like the volleyball thing? Yeah. Yeah, the volleyball thing. And uh, she's really nice as long as it's just you and her. But the moment you get in a group of people, she's going to backstab you and side with the mean girls. So, oh, and she gets drunk really fast. So you have to like babysit her and carry her and piggyback her after she's drunk. It's annoying. So anyway, you take uh, that. Tanager thinks that because he remembers he slapped the button for Aaron last time and Aaron disappeared. So Tanager's going to put 50-50 down and just goes, give her my number for me and slaps the button. No. <laughs> Do you but try to stop her? You could have gotten married. It's not the way the game uh. works, Olive. Revel. Do you try to stop him? Uh, I think I, I was too fast. <laughs> okay, now an olive dice. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Yes, and. Let's make olive a green dice. Um, cool. Uh-huh. Olive, you explode into green sparkles and you disappear. <laughs> Tanager, on the screen for you, <laughs> um, comes out labeled Master Thiefazona. And underneath it says, I've burned down a church in the name of saving my kid's si- sister and gold. I don't take any bullshit. Hell yes. Tanager, Dang. like, drains the rest of his flask and slaps the button. <laughs> this is wonderful this is going great um <laughs> for some people for everyone but olive poor olive um okay cool let's start with aaron aaron you wake up in a room with um tricks sitting cross-legged across from you and there are two locked doors well there's actually five doors around you because you're in another hexagon okay um does trick say anything is there any kind of introduction what's happening here what's the vibe um they say hey i'm tricks okay cool what are we doing here escaping i assume okay i'll go with that do you want to do a perception check sure 10 okay as long as it was above a three (laughs) Um, so in your room, you notice it is kind of more of a light red brick and there is a statue of a knight wearing plate armor and a helmet and holding his arms out with his palms facing forward. There's an engraving on a plaque at his feet that says, bring me the greatest weapon. The king's covet put warriors to ruin and end all battles and hanging on the wall. There are, there is labeled Deathbringer, a war hammer. It's bright with a yellow handle, with a yellow leather wrapped around the handle. Oath Shatterer, a great sword. It is blood red with elvish inscriptions. Mercy Climber, it's a glaive. It's bright blue with black leather. The Giant Toe, that's a maul with a giant skull with the mouth open and a maul protruding. The Peacemaker, a long sword with a rusted olive branch. And the King Slayer, a morning start with a black handle and milk white head sculpted into the face. Oh my! I can reread I mean, I the cl- the puzzle to you if you would like. Sure. So the plaque says, "Bring to me the greatest weapon that kings covet put puts warriors to ruin and ends all ballot- battles." 
Oh, the 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 peacemaker. I I take the the peacemaker off of the wall and put it on the statue. Yep. As you put it on the statue, the hands go down, and you hear several locks unclicking. All right, Trix, pick a pick a door. Me. Okay. Um. I. Uh, yeah, you. I have faith in you. Wonderful. And like they're making like hard eyes at you. Um. And they go five. I have a D five. I don't have a D five. I have a D six, but that'll work. Yep, that definitely works. Ooh. Okay, you guys are going to the door directly to your left, and you actually come into a room where Tanager is sitting on a floor, um, and he is with the master thief, Zona. Uh, but you two are tied together with some rope. Tanninger is hoping he is facing towards Aaron and uh, the Master Thief is facing away. And he's like, get out of here. What are you doing? Come on, man. <laughs> get out, Mom. <laughs> Do you leave, Aaron? Uh, I am first going to use Shape Water to create a, a downpour over top of them, similar to like the one in like the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk out and say, let's just choose another door. Let me just, let me just I'll grab Trex and just, okay, well, out this way. Okay. Uh, do you choose a different door? Yes. The next one over. Cool. I will get back to that. Um, Tanager, since we brought you up, you are now tied to the Master Thief Zona. What do you do? Well, first I pretend like the water woke me up and I'm like, oh, oh wh- what happened? Where am I? <laughs> I just remember there was like a strikingly attractive person on a screen what oh who who's back there uh name's zona we got a job to do can you get out of this uh yes totally um can you get out of this she scoffs and is like well of course Oh, well, you know, uh, usually I, I, need, I need a drink before I do something like this. Uh, just for the listeners, Tanninger is not capable of getting out of this situation. <laughs> uh, so maybe you should just, like, go first and go ahead and handle this one. I'll tackle the next challenge. Hey, uh, Tanninger, you might want to do a strength roll. Otherwise, you all are going to be tied up for a while. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not good at those. Okay. Let's... Oh, God, no. Uh... <laughs> Tanninger has a minus one to strength and rolled a two. So that is a dirty one. <laughs> okay, let me try some else. <laughs> that is not much better. Um, you all are still tied together. Uh, Tanninger would like to try to make small talk then. And just be like, so, uh, you go to lots of galas? And <laughs> just like stuff like Ooh, that. When you do that, yes. Uh she kind of talks back, but I'd like you to do an insight check. Okay, I'm not bad at those. Oh, dirty 20. There we go. Ups and downs. So with your experience with magic, and especially because you're a bard of eloquence, correct? Yes. With speaking and manners, um, you notice something a little off with this master thief. They don't seem quite there, and they seem to waver a little bit when they talk. Okay, uh, like, 
they are inebriated or poisoned, or, like, they just are, it's false bravado? Um, more like, like fading in and out of existence. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, okay. All right, Tanner's just going to think on this. He's just going to continue to sharpen his teeth in small talk. But uh, as a sneaking suspicion, our partners might not be entirely there. As you're doing that, I will have you... Are you looking around while you're thinking, or are you just staring at your feet? Oh, no, Tanger's looking around, because I think his ultimate goal to get out of this will have to be they, like, do the back-together stand-up and then find, like, a rough piece of rock to rub the ropes against. So he's looking for any sort of jagged edge you cut the ropes with. Ah, so as you look around, you see a platform with a button surrounded by signs that say, Step right up and receive your deepest desire. And there's a big red button. Uh, uh, Tanninger knows what that is and is too deeply emotionally afraid to hit that button. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's going to really spin out how long he's going to be stuck in this situation for. Bet you really wish she didn't send out the guy with a sword, huh? <laughs> Come on, I thought I could get to smooch this ghost chick. <laughs> Um, okay, so as Tanager's doing that, we cut to Olive, who is sitting in a room and next, sitting next to you with a cup of wine in her hand, saying, hey, girl, is your friend <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Air quotes, friend. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Olive, Tiffany. You, just, you went through a breakup. You need some girl time. I do. <laughs> Do you have a bottle where that glass came from? And she, in fact, pulls one out. I was like, of course. <laughs> what do you think, girl? All right. <laughs> uh, I do like you. <laughs> so, um, can I drink the bottle? Yes, you can. All right. Is it wine? It is very much so wine, but it's a weird wine. It seems a little thicker than normal wine, but it does get you very nice and buzzed. All right. Okay. All right, Tiffany. There's worse people to be stuck with. So we're in a room. Yes. And there are What's around two us? doors. One of them, and they both have writing on them. There's one on your front left, one on your front right. All right. I read the writing. Okay. On the one on the left, it says, you saw me where I never was and where I could not be. And yet within that very place, my face, you often see. What am I? And on the right side, it says, I am always hungry. I must always be fed. The finger I touch will soon turn red. Oh. All right. The left is a mirror and the right is a flame. Nice. Both doors unlock. And Tiffany's <laughs> like, go, girl. <laughs> I chug more wine. <laughs> Which one do you go through? Uh, Tiffany, you want to go through the right and I'll go through the left? Okay, girl. It was nice seeing you. <laughs> and she goes through the right, and you go through the left. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> I'm so glad you stopped. I did not want to do that voice for terribly long. Um, Aaron, the door that you went through, you mm -hmm. come face to face with the group of Dragonborn. Um, oh. They seem to be 
Well, one of them, to be honest, is very dead. But the other three of them are very beat up. <laughs> oh I feel really bad for Tiffany right now. <laughs> I wasn't trying to kill her. Now, these might all be, like, phantasms. I really hope so. Okay. Olive doesn't know. One of these... One of these dragonborn is dead. Do you mean like a corpse? Or do you mean like a ghost? I mean like a corpse. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's the bad one. <laughs> can I inspect the corpse? Yes, you can in front of this guy's friends. You might want to come up with a good excuse. <laughs> uh, I have medical training. Let me through. Okay, that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to do a investigation. Just see, do I feel a pulse? Or is this a medicine check? Yeah, it's a medicine it? check. Uh, I'm not as good at those. It doesn't matter as long as you don't roll under a five. <laughs> oh, no, I got I got a 10. I, I'm just looking at what my bonus is. Uh, plus one, so 11. Well, remember Jack of all trades. So I think you gave half your proficiency. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's why all my rolls are like a little bit high, because that Jack of all trades is just beautiful. Thirteen. Wonderful. You see a giant scratch down the center of his chest that has like cracked his ribs. He is very dead. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a bit late. All right. Hey, uh, guys, what happened here? And these poor dragonborn look very scared, very terrified. And they look at you and they say, it was so beautiful and so deadly. We don't, a knight, I think, but also a woman, but also a man. I don't really know. Um, and roll a arcana check. Yeah. Oh, that one's going to come up pretty good. All right. I rolled an 18. Arcana is a plus one, then plus three for the jack of all trades or plus two. Um, so 21. Um, you know, you have a good guess that it was probably a succubus. Oh, okay. All right. So a succubus came through here, killed one of the dragonborn, injured the others. Um, hey, Trix, what, uh, do you have any kind of skills or training? Like, what, what do you do? Oh, um, flowers? As she holds out like a rose. <laughs> or they hold out like a rose. Precious. Like you create flowers? Maybe we should leave. Are you? And she turns to leave. They turn to leave. Why do I keep saying sure? She, it's not she. Um, they turn to leave. Okay. Um, you could do an insight check I, I here guess. if you would like. Yes, that's, that seems appropriate. That seems, seems strange. Uh, 11. They're off, but you don't know why. Uh... Hmm. Hey, Trix, actually, hold on a sec. Let me let me try to help these guys out here. Whatever you say, strong hero. Very strange. Um, <laughs> all right. Dragonborns, uh, do you guys need help? Do you, do you want to come with me? Like, I don't want to leave you here to die. Uh, I, I think we're safe here. I don't think it'll come back. We'll just bar the door and hope this is over. Will you send someone to... We don't think it'll end until someone wins. Will you send someone for us, please? Okay. Um, I I will. All right. Um, and what options do I have for, for choosing an, uh, a new direction? You have... 
Um, they do tell you, the one that's speaking to you does tell you they came from one of the five, five? One of the four doors, um, and that room is empty, so you, and it's the one on the bottom of the room, so it would be going backwards. So you have three doors. And which did I come from? Uh, the one to your right. Okay, so front and left. Yep. All right, uh, Trix, pick a door. Let's go left. I grab Trix's hand and go towards the straight up door. Is this the first time you've touched them? Yes. Your hand goes through them. What's the meaning of this? Do you, do you say that out loud? Yes. They disappear in a splash of glitter. <gasps> okay. Do you still continue through the left? Um. You should have asked yours for wine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, we can I do have that. Asked what for wine? <laughs> You're a phantasmal person. Why? What would have happened? They give you wine. Yeah, you get drunk, my guy. Oh, is it just it's just the the the, the like illusion wish door <laughs> or table? Okay, um, maybe. So, do you go to the left or do you go to the front? Mm, I say out loud. I wish that Trix was standing here in front of me again. Nothing happens. <laughs> Okay, I go to the door in the front. Cool. Could Tanager potentially have overheard that, or are the doors that thick? The doors are that thick. Um, they're very thick. Okay. Otherwise, you would have heard the screams of Dragonborn as they die. Um, Ooh, oh, very true. Oh. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Thank you, thick doors. Yeah. <laughs> um, back to Olive, I think, is who I'm on. Who has no idea that this is a dangerous, <laughs> lethal situation. Yep. Olive, you have four doors and an empty room in front of you. And it seems like this one has already been gone through, so there's not... Like, it just the doors are open. Hmm. So I could, like, see what's through each of them? Um, yes, actually, you can. Through one, you see Tanager tied to um, the thief. <laughs> through another, you actually see... Um, nothing but a ominous, oh, what's on the list? You see seven skeletons. And then through another, <laughs> you see Aaron. Uh, Tanninger goes like, hi, Olive, we're tied to ghosts. Uh, okay. Oh, there was a fourth door. Oh, you see the dead dragonborn, but they're shutting that door. So if you would like to go through that door, you can. Okay, um, uh, the first thing I do is I, like, waving at Aaron, be like, hey, because you can see me. Yo. Um, I'm going to untie a tanager over here. Oh, I tried. He wouldn't let me. Okay, I'm going to try to. T- hey, tanager. Hey, yeah, no, it's uh, it wasn't what I thought it was. Um, can you untie me, please? Do you step fully into the room, Olive? I do. The door slammed shut. That's okay. I have my chef's knife out. Because I'm like, eh, doors. And I try to cut Tanager out. Um, You do so very easily. It's a very simple rope. I put the chef's knife back away. By the way, that's not a weapon. That's a thing of beauty. <laughs> uh, Tanager turns to the master thief and goes like, are you here or are you just a phantasm? Are you like doing this remotely? Um, They poof into a thing of glitter. Mm, that answers that. Uh, anyway, there's a scary button in the corner that reminds you of your past, so if you want to hit it, that's all you. 
Um, also, by the way, you all are cut co- for those of you that have poofed your things within your vicinity and all of you do get some of the glitter as well. Um, you will be covered in glitter. Um, it is the herpes of crafting supplies, so it will not be going away. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it's never it's been getting everywhere. <laughs> I think it should be assumed that there is a thin layer of glitter on Tanager all the time for various reasons. <laughs> okay, so Tanager, you don't really notice. You're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Olive, right. you look good. I don't know what changed, uh, but... You're lucky I like you. <laughs> this is gonna... I'm gonna be finding this for months. Okay, so what does the exact wording over this red button say? It's It's a platform with the red button and it's the signs around it say step right up and receive your deepest desires hmm. all right <laughs> do you push the button i'm curious if the dm knows what olive's deepest desire is so uh this will be a fun one i wonder if olive correctly knows what her deepest desire is <laughs> this is, yeah she steps on the platform uh and she pushes the button wonderful appearing in a magical swirling portal because again the man likes portals um (laughs) is a magic research lab and it says that magic research lab on the wall um and standing there in front of you in a very good looking lab coat is a very and i wrote this out mind you a hunky crock person (laughs) (laughs) who is holding out his hand and he's saying oh we've been waiting for you please come join our magic research institute and you will get to run it as to your deepest desires the tanager cries out with full desperation no olive don't do it they're nerds (laughs) i mean olive's not super big into the um the magical research aspect, but when you said hunky crock person, I think she's on board. So, yeah, I mean, you guys got this, right? <laughs> right, Tanager? Uh, yeah, I got this. <laughs> All right. I'm, I am, I am like a, in human years, I'm like 35. I know it in crocodile, in actual years, I'm 23, but I die at 60. So, like, 23 is. I'm middle-aged, you guys. Like, if I don't have children now, I'm not going to. And I was just dumped, and this is a hunky crocodile person, and he seems to have a job. So, like, mm. <laughs> I say go for it. This is, I think this is just going to lead us to the next level of this test. So, let's just, let's let's hit the buttons. Yeah. I'm going to take Tanager with me, though, because why not? And uh, let's go meet this, why not meet this hunky crocodile dude, yeah? Do you guys step through mm. the portal together? No, Tanger has a reserved moment and go, Olive, is this actually your heart's truest desire? I assumed it was going to make me 20 pounds lighter, but uh, I'll take this. <laughs> I think I'll take the next bus. Go on through. All right. Well, um, hey, if this is the last time we see one another, just know I'm going to name one of my kids Tanager. All right. Olive. Gag. You are one of my favorite things to put in a martini, and this will not be the last time we see each other. (laughs) Reveler be damned. All right. Bye. (laughs) I walk through the portal, and if it takes me away from Guasso and everybody I know, but leaves me with the hunky crocodile dude, that's that's okay. (laughs) There are worse fates. Um, (laughs) Olive, you find yourself in the basement of the Nicomoy History Museum with 
the hunky dude who's <laughs> a research dude and he's like hey welcome my lady like she's very into you god he called you my lady i told you he was a nerd <laughs> he's real <laughs> oh poke wait him. poke this- him I poke him. No, he's real. He's he's very real. You are in the Nicomoy History Museum. Oh, oh poke more. He's real, he's a gator, and he's got a job. Is he single? Well, yes, he is. Do you ask him that? Yeah, I'm Olive, and I'm single. I just came from a magical labyrinth. Are you, by any chance, uh, single? He looks at you and he says, well, hopefully not for long. You, you're very beautiful. Ah, he stutters, but he seems <laughs> persistent, maybe. <laughs> Straightforward. Yeah. Bro, Tanager buffs your scales. You're looking good right now. <laughs> I'm covered in glitter. You could shoot a laser <laughs> off your hide. <laughs> uh, what's your name? Richard. <laughs> All right. Well, there's many jokes that can be named uh, after you. But that's okay. That's okay. My name's Olive. Um, Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I heard you do some really cool, magical things like running up walls, so we wanted you to join our research (laughs) institute. Oh. Well, key points are quite mysterious, but uh, I can can show you some some tricks. (laughs) Wonderful. And then we jump cut back to Tanager. (laughs) Party member just (laughs) noped. Uh, But the doors are unlocked. (laughs) Uh, good luck you guys it was a good adventure (laughs) Tanninger's hands hesitate for a moment over the button and then he turns away and walks through the unlocked doors wonderful Um, actually only one of them unlocks because the other one has been blocked by Dragonborn Um, Mm. there is an empty room that has doors unlocked and you see Aaron in front of you (laughs) through one of them and seven skeletons (laughs) through the other what's up <laughs> hey, where's Olive? Uh, um, uh, who like Tanger fully like is stuttering, looking at the ceiling. Like, okay, so there's a button in the other room that like gives you your heart's truest desire, and yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I, like, I don't think it's like real. I think it's some mage's approximation of what he thinks you want. Um, but she, she's, uh, with a boy right now. So maybe we swing by the museum on the way back to the guild hall tonight. Or, uh, hopefully tomorrow morning. (laughs) Uh, yeah, let's give her some time. You know we have to push that button too, right? I don't want to push that button, dude. (sighs) How else are we going to move forward? You guys are in a different room. You have the dragonborn door behind you. You also have another skeleton door or an unmarked door in front <laughs> Wait, of you. I just sent two bards into combat. <laughs> oh, dang. I want to hit the button. <sighs> well, we should also knock on the dragonborn's door because we do now have an exit, which as we, as far as we know now, brings them to the, their best life. So, like, we should... <laughs> I uh, I think it brings us further into the labyrinth, but that's, that's just me. <sighs> okay, uh... All right, Aaron. And I look at you with my goat eyes in your face. What's your truest desire? Mm, you know, I think it. I think it really might have been. Uh, you know, 
your ex-girlfriend's dead boyfriend, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm just going to move forward. Uh, he wasn't her boyfriend. He was the guardian of her grove. Uh, we don't, it's never been confirmed on any sort of crystal cast that they, like, made it official. So, like, actually, you kind of don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, you're probably right. I just, uh... Whatever, let's go hit the button. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So, I, I, I go up and I... I, I Activate the button. What, what, uh, what do I see? It's just a door. <laughs> our DM is like, but there's skeletons, you guys. And they're like, but our hearts desire. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's, yeah, it's been 15 minutes. <laughs> there's there's just a, there's a plain marked door. There's a plain marked door. Or there's skeletons. Uh, or there's your heart's desire button. Okay. Yeah, I want the heart desire oh, button. Oh, you're going to go backwards? Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. Let's check the plain door first just to see what's behind no, it. No, no. Button first. Button first. All right, go button up okay. then. I have a plan. Um, he hits the button. <laughs> what do I see? And out pops. What did I give you? Oh, a box appears. A box? A box appears with a bow. It's like a Christmas present. Oh, uh, I open it? Inside, you see a note that says, Glamour armor and, like, 70s disco writing. Oh, sweet. Not not a man, but I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> is there glamour armor inside the box? There is, in fact. Okay. I'm going to put that on. Wonderful. Um, I have the stats saved. I can send it later. Um, oh, I have okay. them. Yes, you do have glamour armor on now. Do you head back? Tanager, did you follow or did you just stay in that room? No, I definitely wanted to see what happened. So, like, I followed. Okay. <laughs> what do you guys do now? Tanager. Tanager, I got some swag. Just hit the button and just see what pops up. Just don't look, okay? Oh, I'm going to look. Don't look. Don't look. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Tanager... Again, his hand hovers, but then he physically forces his body to move and slaps the button. A black portal appears. And in gold sparkly writing, it says, make a wish. (sighs) Oh, man. You know what? No, there's only... No. Where's Curry? No, bring Curry to me. Is and that... a real one. Yes. No, that's my one wish right now. Tanninger, <gasps> he has a different heart's desire that, like, he truly doesn't think a magical portal would fix or would be healthy for him to use. But there, if this is really, like, real, yeah, no. I want my curry back. <laughs> okay. Um, appearing in front of you, stepping out, is curry. <gasps> Yay! Uh, oh my god! Yeah, Tanager's knees back. break and he just falls to the ground oh. and is like, "Are you okay? Who, who are who are we killing?" <laughs> they are very confused and just looking at you, and they run over and hug you. Oh, Curry's back! Yeah, well, you did it for like the. F- fourth fire breathing kittens episode you done waiting med tanager cry as a player uh, I, I have a soft spot yeah but yeah no uh it's like like everything else fades away and it's just the raw feeling of having someone precious back in your arms oh 
And Curry, by the way, has a long chestnut brown hair. She's a bit shy, so she dresses up as a female publicly. Uh, and she is non-binary, and it, it makes her feel less anxious to be female. And when Tanager first met Curry, she worked for Sylvan Fessenden and was being screamed at by her boss, just working the front desk trying to check people in, and the boss was, like, letting loose, screaming at her. And ever since then, Tanager has felt bad for her and hired her on as uh, Tanager's butt. Uh, I I think the closest thing it's a political term but body person where it's like they attend to all of your like needs basically Uh, so yeah Tanner's just blubbering just being like there's so many bottles and the stupid mop is broken (laughs) and like I don't even know how what do you even like in your room I can't I've Ten different bedspreads just lying on your floor, and I don't know what to do with And then, like, it just devolves from there. Aw, and Curry hugs you and is like, I'll teach you how to use a mop, but you don't really need to know, because I'm back. And you're never going away again. <laughs> no, boss, why would I go anywhere else? I got you. Oh, yes, well, I just uh, take care of the house, and then I will take care of murdering every single member of the HHO, uh, burning all of their texts to the ground, and erasing them from existence <laughs> so I can ensure your safety. Aww. And genuinely, Curry thinks this is the best job she's ever had. She has a actual good boss, and when you have a good boss, you fight to stay with them. Um, yeah. And at that, a bell rings, and you guys are transported. Not Olive, because she's off living her best life researching. Uh, You guys are transported back into the ballroom, and standing in the middle of the ballroom in front of the table is a... um, I gotta find the right... Is a... Someone standing there, they have very dark clothing and a black masquerade mask that's like decorated in gold and bright golden wings that look like sunset sunlight are extending from their backs. And announcing from the front is Sir William of Pepperton. He says, this is our victor. Reveal yourself, good sir. And peeling off his mask, he says, it is me, Gavi of Jovar. <gasps> Dang! What a reveal! Gavi won himself. Right, that was the move. That's where he. Uh, yes, the most. Yes, in- I love Gavi so much. Retroactive, duh, guys. Oh my god. Yeah. I, um, yeah. And running towards Gavi <laughs> from the corner because she was honestly worried about him is our little Aerie. And they do a whole, like, slow-mo run into each other, grab, spin. Oh. And mind you, it's very pretty because his wings look like golden sunlight dripping. So um, oh. and they kiss. And then he flies off with her because, you know, he doesn't want to stay there anymore. <laughs> uh, I cast, um, what is it, unearthly music or whatever just to provide background music <laughs> as they fly away. <laughs> Oh, and to keep, they're actually really cute. To keep with the Aladdin thing, I, I guess I do the instrumental, I can show you the world. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Through the clouds. Aww. Well, this has been Fire Breathing Kittens, y'all. We were joined <laughs> by Olive. <laughs> Bye. Tanager. 
Let's go home, Curry. And Aaron. There's so much true love happening here. <laughs> oh, my God. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, my roommates are going to be like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you searching for a podcast show which would be motivational, inspirational and giving you encouragement? Yes, you are at the right place. DJ's Corner, a leisure podcast hosted by me, Damien Joshua. If you like my podcast show, you can follow or subscribe it. And my podcast show is available on all podcast streaming services like Apple, Podcasts, Spotify and many more. Thank you. Well, hello, you lovely bunch of people. I'm Emerson Perry. I'm one of the voice actors on that love podcast. I know, we do amazing stuff on there. Uh, although the writer never praises us. Uh, I really might need to leave this network. Anyway, why don't you listen to more of our soothing voices? D- did he write that? Yeah, right. Am I right, people? If we're soothing, why don't you give us more praise, eh? Okay, I... I've been told to be fired if I don't promote the podcast properly. That Love Podcast is a romance fiction podcast with a bit of comedy mixed in. Oh, sure. Uh, I've been warned again. So join us and listen to us. We're very fun. I'm sorry, sweetheart, but he's a massive jerk. Oh, damn it, right, I heard that. The fusion of technology and DNA is here, but at what cost? Welcome to the cyberpunk metropolis known as the Neon Boulevard. After the city-long streets that cut through the heart of the city, the Cybio Corporation has always been on the cutting edge of augmentation development for the Neon Boulevard. And with its latest technology set to be announced, they aim to change the world once more. The day before the announcement, Cybio's CEO was murdered, triggering events that put a rogue AI and a serial killer on a collision course that could destroy life in the city forever. Meanwhile, private detective Xander Draven is visited by the synthetic replica of the murdered CEO's grieving widow, who wants him to track down her husband's killer, Julian Trevitz, a hacker and reporter, and his AI companion Quartzig, are searching for their next story as they become drawn into Cybio's dark past. Clone worker number 133 suffers a brain injury that frees him from his programming. Discovering his true identity has ties to the serial killer and the corporation's founders. If you like fast-paced, high-tech, futuristic thrillers and a diverse range of unique characters, then step onto the Neon Boulevard today. This book was written by Nick Whitaker and narrated by me, Dale Robertson. You can find Neon Helix on Audible, iTunes, and Amazon. The following is a brief bit of the Pedro and Banana podcast. Do you know what really um, freaks me out about the mask, yeah? Everyone's wearing a mask, right? CCTV everywhere, yeah? You mm. think this is a fantastic opportunity for bank robbers. <laughs> yeah, Nobody's robbed a bank. Yeah, Nobody's robbed any banks. What's been exactly going on? I the same thing. I thought banks would be getting dropped left, right and centre. Just any kind of crime like that where, where CCTV is yeah, necessary. Yeah, where you wear a mask. Everyone's got a mask on, so you can't really identify me. Um, no, it wasn't me. It was him with the mask. Yeah, it was, uh, that's not me. Yeah. That bloke's got a mask on. I don't wear a mask. Yeah. Put, a, <laughs> put a hood on, put your mask on. <laughs> that don't even look like Covered. my shotgun. My shotgun's green. That one's black. 
<laughs> I always had this Ferrari. That was the Pedro and Banana podcast. Find them wherever you find podcasts.